Welcome back, everybody, here to the Ordinary Average Cleveland Guys podcast. By the, I think I put it, I'll put it in the summary that we've taken about a month off due to certain circumstances. So welcome back, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Oh, yeah, it definitely has been a long time coming, it feels yeah. like, but... A lot has happened in this in this last month, especially that by this time, by the time you get to this episode, we have finally gotten approved on pretty much all podcast platforms, so we are out there for everybody to listen to. Could you could you say all the major platforms? Major platforms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've gotten through that and also we've made all of our social media public for the people to follow finally. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at O-A-C-L-E-P-O-D. So, Todd, how have you been? I'm good. I'm good. Wow, that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you're finally through at least the semester. Yeah, I finished up the semester. Finally gotten through. Did we, you find out all your, your finals yet? Um, Sort of. Crazy one didn't come back yet? It, it Well, all right. So, two, two of the three classes are posted officially... Like they've posted the, like the official grades through like uh, through the school. Right. The other one, she has all the grades posted, but she hasn't posted the official grade yet. So yeah. I've just done the math with the weighting, all that stuff. Did you get what you needed though? Oh yeah, I have like um eighty three point seven. Oh fantastic. So depending on how she wants to grade that out, I, I went from an eighty nine and a half to an eighty three point seven between the final and my paper. Ooh. Which is really the paper. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, you told me that struggle. Yeah. Two days to write a twenty-page paper. Yeah. How how long did you actually get it to stretch to? Well, so it was. I kept saying twenty. Fifteen was actually the minimum. Oh. But you know, obviously, if I keep telling myself fifteen, that gets even harder. Yeah. Um, I made it to thirteen. Yeah, close thirteen enough. and a half. They're about close enough. Yeah. Uh, she took a ton of points off because it wasn't long enough. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Literally, that's the only comments were. You know, not enough pages or whatever, and then points gone. And I'm like, all right, well, at least you liked my content. (laughs) (laughs) That should be more important. That's true. (laughs) I answered all your questions. I answered it well. But, you know, whatever. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, So where do we even want to start today? Because, like I said, we've been off here for about a month. Um, I I know we put a lot of things here. I don't know how we want to start. (laughs) You want to uh, kind of work our way back? We could go uh, the draft, and then we can do... Um, yeah, pretty. Yeah, I think we can. Um, draft and hockey, because those were, the, I guess, the yeah, farthest back. We could do those two, and then we can go to tonight's event, which was the NBA real quick, and then we can finish up with the ongoing event of baseball. I like it. All right. So, like anybody listening, if you want to fast forward to your area, you know where to go. <laughs> <laughs> I think we gave you a quick recap of where to... Of where we're gonna kind of go, so NFL draft. I liked it. I was excited. Yeah, you can't go wrong. With I that. couldn't believe we drafted OBJ in the first round, though. I know, <laughs> dude. That I know that was the best. Just li- just listening to the press, like to the press conference, and I don't know if you started seeing. They came out with a story like a week or so after that. Uh, John Dorsey got bored. <laughs> In the first round? Yes, yes, yeah. And, and <laughs> Where he just started calling all the different GMs. Well, and... but what I heard was he didn't get bored during the first round. He got bored before the first round because apparently he called all 31 other GMs. Oh, he called all of them. Okay, I didn't yes. hear that he actually called That's all of I them. That's what I saw. He called every one. Oh, so that makes from, it so much better. From pick one on because he didn't have a pick. He called them when they're on the clock. 
And the best is there's videos on Twitter. We'll have to retweet one. Yeah. Uh, don't forget. Yeah, I'll try to remember that. And um, I love the Indianapolis they, one where he literally they, just they picks look up at and says, it and they go, "It's Dorsey." And the guy's like, "I'm not answering. Don't answer." <laughs> I, I loved how Indianapolis literally just picked up the phone. He said, "I'm working" or yeah, something, and then and hangs up. up. <laughs> hangs up, and everybody just starts laughing. But I think everybody else is laughing because I don't think they understood. Because then you see him later, the the GM there yeah. in uh, Indy, and he's like, "Look, John always calls me when I'm on a pick." And if, if he I calls know, me when I'm the pick, he's messing with me. If he calls me before I'm on the pick, he actually wants to talk. So I knew he was I knew he was fucking with me, so I just hung up on him. And I'm like, this. This is why this, this is why John Dorsey is one of the best things that's happened to the Browns since they come back. <laughs> and then yeah, he was able to pull off the OBJ trade. Just like makes he's he's pretty much the king of Cleveland right now. Yes. <laughs> I thought you had more to it. <laughs> no, no. Uh I just Chris Sale has uh, seventeen Ks through seven innings or something. What? Yeah. Bullshit. Um, Chris Sale, 17 Ks, 108 pitches through seven innings. So, um, 108 pitches, though. Ooh. And he hasn't been good the first few starts, so we'll see what they decide to do. Yeah, you mean like first eight starts of yeah. his, of his like, year? Like I said, few. <laughs> <laughs> oh, few, few oh and of course I'm playing you this week, god damn it. Yeah, um, I really hope I started him. Well, let's go check that out. <laughs> Uh, well, Fulton Nevitt, good thing you didn't start him today. Holy crap. Yeah, he had a bad day. You do have one starter still on your bench. I'll give you that one. <laughs> Chris Sale, yeah, you started him. Yeah, bastard. I'm pretty sure I just leave him locked in. I don't touch him. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, the draft went well. I, I liked our picks. Um, 17 strikeouts. God damn it. You know, the one pick I wasn't a big fan of. Which one? Was that we, uh, man, I cannot remember his name right now. Cornerback out of Michigan State. I wish we would have grabbed him. Uh, oh, Lane? Instead of Taki Taki, it... yeah. No, that pick would have been. Yeah, because he went after we got Taki Taki in the third. Oh, well, we had already picked a cornerback. We had Greedy. We already picked but Greedy, yeah. I'm okay with taking two corners like that. Yeah. Because you, you need them. And Denzel got beat up a little bit last year, so it would be nice to have somebody else just in case he gets hurt again. Well, remember, you still got, uh, you still got Mitchell. Well, you still right. got Terrence Mitchell. Right. But four cornerbacks, five cornerbacks. Well, well, because who you're going to have Ward, you're going to have Greedy Williams, yes. you're going to have Terrence Mitchell, you still got TJ Carey, right? And there's but, at least one more hanging out there. But that we could have had wow. that. That's what I would have wanted. Yeah. So I mean, that was my big disappointment. Taki Taki looks like he's going to be great. He plays all the all the linebacker positions, everything else. So there's not a big complaint about that pick, right? But man, I, I was. I saw him there, and I was like, man, that'd be a nice pick right there, and we didn't do it, so it is what it is. Otherwise, you know, I loved the draft. I liked getting Mack in the fifth. Yeah. And I liked getting Siebert in the fifth. Yeah, Mack Wilson, I hear, you know, he's supposed to be pretty good. He'll be another pretty good linebacker. Well, and the nice thing I like about, about Sie- that. Sie- yeah, Austin, is- Austin, you know, Siebert, Seibert. I think it's Seibert. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, I hear, uh, I hear he can drill the ball, but he didn't. I think they said his longest field goal, like career field goal, is only like 42. Something like that. Yeah, it wasn't long, but um. But when you're kicking for what Oklahoma? Yeah, they didn't have a lot of long you don't, kicks. You don't, yet, you don't need to. You're not going to be kicking long. But he was also pretty accurate. Yeah, and um, he can punt. So if anything happens to Colquitt, yeah, you've got a guy. Yeah, and they they did bring in another well, an undrafted yeah. free agent. They did bring in another punter. Yeah, the quote unquote uh, what's his nickname? Oh, the, the Scottish, Scottish Hammer. Hammer. Yeah, I I don't even know his real name. I don't either. But man, with a name like that, he's got to be good. But hey, all you got, I think you got about, a guy like Brayton all I think Colquitt. about when I when I think about about this this guy, yeah. the Scottish Hammer here, yeah, is do you know the you remember the replacements? Yes, 
I think about the kicker. Oh, I love And I know he guy. was Irish, and I know there's a difference, and I get it all. Same area. But Same general that's what area. I think of. I'm like, oh, it's going to be like him. Oh, I really God, I great. really hope he just smokes a cigarette on the sideline, or, or he goes up to do a kick or something at some point, and I just, he just flicks it. You know, yeah, I want him to do that, and then just pretty much be like Pat McAfee on the yeah, field. I could see him being like that. I like that. That'd be epic. Yeah. That's what it's almost like if you could find a place for him just for a year or two till till Colquitt retires. Colquitt, I think, still has a couple good, a couple more years in him. Well, I said two years. I think his two is a I couple. Think, I think his brother's older. Yeah, or I his, mean, or is Britain older? Two is a couple. I don't know. You, we yeah, have to take a look. We have to look on that. I don't but yeah, know. all in all, I like their draft. Yeah, even Drew, like Drew Forbes, they said. I think he's drafted as a tackle, but I think he can play guard as well. I want to say I didn't. I was disappointed we didn't bring in uh, Bunchy Stallings as an undrafted. He was a finalist for uh, the uh, guard award, so it's not just a Kentucky player. He actually, all right. I'm trying to remember what was that like the Outland Award? Probably. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember all the. We did bring in Dorian Baker, who I think can make the team as an undrafted wide receiver. Yeah, he's supposed to be pretty big too, isn't he? Yeah, you know where you played. Yes, I know. We already talked about that. Okay. You you and me were texting about that. I know, but the show didn't hear that. Oh, the show didn't hear <laughs> that. Yeah, another Todd Kentucky favorite. But yeah, I, for for the few picks that we had, I think they definitely solidified some spots. Yeah. I think Sel, uh, Sheldrick Red, Sheldrick Redwine, yes, is going to be besides the fact that it's going to be he, difficult to pronounce his name. He was another one. He's interesting. I don't. I don't know. I, I like it. I, we needed another safety, so I think it was a good pick in the fourth there. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna provide just, he's gonna provide some depth, and it's gonna be Morgan Burnett. I don't know how long how long he's gonna play. Right, and so that's that's the key there. Um, part of him, though, is he played out of position last year in Pittsburgh. Really? Yeah. Ugh, fuck, now I can't remember. He was either either playing strong or free, and he's the opposite. Oh, okay. So, th- so I mean, whatever he played in Pittsburgh, he's the opposite. Yeah, but well, he was there for two years. The first year he played in position, and then the second year they needed to move him around or something, and so he pray- played primarily out of position. And then I think he kind of, I think he was, he got hurt quite a bit last, or for like, yeah, and that might have been why they moved him, maybe. So I, I don't know. Um, But yeah, for like one of the few drafts, this is one that you you weren't really looking for a ton of like starters. Well, right, like because I think this team is pretty well locked in at starter, but these guys need to be rotational contributors, and I think all of them can do that. Greedy's going to come in and start. I think that's a fact. Yeah. Greedy was potentially a top twenty. He's gonna, pick. he's gonna, he, and, yeah. And we got him at what forty something. Oh, we traded up to forty six. Yeah, he's gonna, he's definitely gonna be fighting for that starting spot. If not, he, he'll be like the number three, which is still gonna be a slot corner. Well, see, I don't, I don't know. Well, see, I think I understand what you're saying, but I could see yeah. him being, you know, but, quote unquote but they three, brought, but they brought, quote unquote three and being on the outside. They Does brought, that make sense? Yeah, they, I, they brought him in though. I think to. For him and Denzel to play on islands on the yes. outside. Yes, I think that's the I think plan. Terrence. I think you, then you can bring in Terrence Mitchell to be to be the slot corner. And with the way the NFL is right now, you're running three corners most of the time. Yeah. So you know, this was saying he could be on the death chart, the three corner, but he'll still play. Essentially, outside. you're essentially you're still you know he's still going to be outside. You're going you're probably going to between those two, depending on where they line up certain guys. Yeah. Well, pro- they may swap and that's, in, that's the in key and is are they going to shadow or are they just going to play sides you know how are they yeah. want to do things so I think, I think it's going to depend on the team because even there were well, times let's say like when when OBJ was with the Giants if he moved to the inside I'm sorry I'm moving one of my better corners inside yeah, but some teams won't because some corners aren't comfortable doing that 
So that's, uh, I, and I don't know how comfortable right. Denzel and Greedy and everybody else is, is saying, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to shadow him. I always play in the right side, but if he goes left, I'm going to go to the left side. Yeah. You know, some corners aren't comfortable being on that other side of the field. Right. They're just, they're really used to that side of the field. They, in their head, they know where they are, boundary lines, measurements, everything else. Right. You get to the other side, everything's backwards. And so that's, now you're thinking more about the field than you are about what's happening. And so that's, that's where, you know, they might just play on sides and not shadow guys. That might be a good thing because you have two really good young corners where you don't need to. Right. So it's just, it'll be interesting to see how they do that. No, I definitely, yeah. <laughs> that's what makes this kind of exciting is the fact that you have, you have a ton of pieces and it's not like you were drafting, drafting someone. It's like, oh my God, we need this. We need this to like fill a hole and start. You needed depth, which is not something we've ever really needed to <laughs> We've ever been in this position. It's been a very long time. It's fucking great. Well, I'd say in our lifetimes we have been, but it has been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> um, as far as uh, players out of college that went to teams that you didn't want them to go to, I was really disappointed Benny Snell went to the Steelers. Yeah, I remember you texting you that. You're like, what? Like, I'm outside mowing the lawn, and I told you that, and you were so upset. I mean, there was, there was literally four teams. He could have gone to four – any – team but four teams that have been okay i'm gonna say but pittsburgh right baltimore yep dallas nope Ooh. philly nope fuck i don't know it, it, he could have gone to any team but pittsburgh dallas cincy and the patriots wait i said pittsburgh and baltimore and you said yes or, to both you're right those. baltimore yeah not dallas <laughs> you got me thinking dallas now <laughs> yeah that was the one thing that yeah I, our, yeah. our the, the North and the Patriots. The North and the Patriots. Uh, any other team, I wouldn't have cared. I didn't think you really care if it was Cincinnati because, come on, it's Cincinnati. They're pretty I know. Much, I know Cincinnati's but, pretty much Kentucky for you. Well, the best part about Cincinnati <laughs> isn't Kentucky, the yeah, airport. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, because the problem is, is if Mixon gets hurt, he's likely playing. And if he's playing against us, yeah, no. then you're doing the thing where, hey, I hope the Browns win by 30, but I hope he gets two touchdowns and, uh, you know, 200 yeah, yards. Like, I hope he gets two <laughs> touchdowns, but you still lose by two touchdowns. Right, right. So, but I, I'd rather not have to do that. That's true. So that's why those, the division and, and the Patriots where I, I was hoping he would not land. Right. Um, honestly, Pittsburgh's probably a really good place for him. So good for him. Oh, what it does for Pittsburgh is. Uh, yeah, um, but Con- James Conner's already there. Right, but. And they had, I thought they had already found like another backup there no, that was playing well. They had he was a tight end last year. He was a tight end who oh, they had run the ball oh, because they were still, so thin at running but it, back. But he, I think he was actually doing well. He, he did do well. But now they can move him back to tight, tight end. end. <laughs> and they can use Benny. But they still have Jesse James. They don't need any more tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now they, they can use no. Benny. Um, Benny's right. different. He's a different back than, than uh, Connor. Right. B- Benny didn't uh, catch the ball a lot out of the backfield in college. You know, it's one of the things where you know, that's, that's going to be something. He says gonna... he can do it, and I believe yeah. he can. But he he has not. Right. And that's just not what he was asked to do. So I think that's the key. Remember, he wasn't asked to do that, but right. he can break tackles. He can run down the middle. Yeah. I mean, so he's a guy who, you know, you could conceivably see them say, all right, first and goal at the one, have at it, and right. put him in there in three straight times. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the kind of running back he might start out as. And, you know, if something happens, you might see him get some extended time. But I think uh, he's going to have a – I think it's a good spot for him behind Connor there. Yeah, the one that kind of bugged me was uh, 
Mike Weber getting drafted by Dallas. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. You know, that one didn't affect me as much. Because, A, for starters, what are you going, like the sixth? Yeah, so, but still, it was like, I'm, you know, I'm not, not a that huge Benny went so much earlier. I think Benny was in the fifth. Da- so. I'm not a huge fan of Dallas Oh, anyway. I'm not a Dallas fan either. I don't root for Dallas, but yeah. I just, A, it's whatever. I mean, they're in the NFC East, so yeah. there's no effect there. They already have Zeke anyway, so. Yeah. Well, that bummed me when they, he went when he got drafted there, too. I know, I know. But, 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 but now I think, you're going to have, think... uh, if they ever need to relieve Zeke, it's the same situation. Because Zeke is like, like Connor in the sense that Zeke's a do-it-all back. Yeah. You, you, don't, he's, he's you don't need another back. And Weber is a power back, kind yeah. of like Snell. Zeke. Yeah, but Zeke's Zeke, a better back than, Zeke, than Connor. I'm not, I'm not saying they're they're Zeke same is level, a power but. back that can fucking run it. And he can catch the ball out of the backfield. That's, but that's what I'm trying to say. You yeah. Know. Yeah. They're sort of the same, but yeah. I'm saying Zeke's better. I'm just trying to give, like, when you're no. looking at those two situations yeah, look, with yeah. those two guys, they're very similar. Yeah, Weber, because, Weber is definitely the power, a power back. And, and Benny, Benny's got step speed. Yeah. But, you know, he, he can run right down the middle – you know, break tackles that way, similar to what Weber does. Right. So I, I think I think it's going to be a good situation for both of them. They probably won't get a lot of playing time early. Yeah. But I think uh, ultimately they're probably good landing spots. Yeah, I know. Especially I, for mid to late round picks. And I know I texted you this one of the fact that uh, I, I was a little disappointed that Paris Campbell got drafted by Indy. I, I would have liked to maybe see him come to Cleveland. I understand we already have a ton of depth. No, no, no. I have there. no issue adding wide receiver depth. Yeah. I just – we weren't going to take one in the second round. I know. That's why I was kind of hoping he'd fall to the third. <laughs> um, I was surprised um, uh, Kansas City didn't jump on him earlier and get in front of Indy for him. I, I think, honest, honestly. I mean, that's let, a whole other thing. And let's let's be perfectly honest. I think Tyree Kill, he's going to come back and play for him. There's going to be something that's going to come around, and they're just going to they're going it's going to somehow get swept under the rug. Well, he's, just, and he's gonna be, and he's gonna be playing for Kansas City this year. So they released Hunt within a few hours because he I know quote, unquote, I, I, lied. I, so Tyree Kill is what told the truth and said he did do it. He didn't do it. They're cool with it. It's just really confusing actually, because of the actually, statement they came out with on Hunt, and then you have this happen yeah. a few months later, and they're like, "Oh, well, we're not going to say anything. He's just suspended for now. We'll see." And you're right, he could come back, but I'm surprised they didn't play the the insurance bet and grab the. The piece they got I, one later. I, I think Andy I, Isabella is who they took, and I think he's going to be a great piece for him. No, I, I don't think he went to Kansas City. Did I he? thought he went to Arizona. Did he? Okay. I think Isabella went to Arizona. All right. I know Arizona took three, uh, uh, three starters. They got two wide receivers and um, Murray. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. I'm trying to start looking that up. A man, like I really liked Arizona's draft, though. To be honest with you, Murray, and then uh, we're going to find out who the other one was. But they got uh, Hakeem Butler. Did they not? Damn clue. Because Hakeem Butler was my uh, my favorite. But yeah, looking this up, Andy Isabella to the Cardinals. Second okay, round. so he was, and and Hakeem Butler went there too, right? Hakeem Butler, in like the fourth or third or somewhere in there. Hakeem Butler fourth round. Yeah, yeah. I really liked Hakeem. Actually, I was kind of thinking maybe he's somebody who could fall to us as a uh, another guy, but we'd run out of room eventually. But guys get injured. You can rotate guys in and out. But yeah, I think Arizona. I really liked their draft, you know. Um, I, I liked the the Murray ad with those two wide receivers. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald's playing one more year, so they'll get some at least one more year. Let's be honest he, he he's only like thirty three. He's older than that. I think I think he's, he's older like, than that. But what, whatever number of years he has left, you look it up real quick. Whatever years he has left, um, whether it be one or two or three, um, 
I think he'll be a great mentor for these guys because I think these guys are the next wave of wide receivers. Okay, you're right. He's 35. Yeah. He turns 36 August 31st. Right. Yeah. I thought, okay, maybe I was thinking a couple of years ago. But so he's got one or two years left. Right. There's been, he's been rumored to retire for like the last three years. Yeah, I think that was the first. He was rumored to retire <laughs> at like age 32, which, right. was, which to me was stupid. Yeah, it's on the earlier side, but wide receivers and running backs can retire around then. True. That's not unheard of. True. Um, the look, guy. Yeah, look at Calvin Johnson. Yeah, exactly. Well, he was kind of a, a Barry Sanders kind of retire, if you think of it that way. Out of the Retire blue. on top? Well, he was kind of out of the blue. He wasn't on top, but. Let's let's be honest. He's, he was still a beast. Oh, in that respect, yes. I thought you were talking about, like, say, the uh, John Elway retire on top. No, not that kind. <laughs> no, well, it's. No, retire, retire on top, top as in a top three like, guy in his spot. Retire on the, the on the toppy, top of your game. Like yeah. In the, yeah. Yeah, before you hit a downside. Yeah, definitely. Right. That's what they both did. 100%. Right, yeah, Barry Sanders he should have gone at least. I think he should have gone about three more years. If he played three more years, he probably would hold all the running back records still. Yeah. Um, but, hey, you know what? He did – I have no issues with Barry Sanders. And if I recall – Because retiring recall, like he just that, kinda, you do it for you. Yeah, and if I recall, he just kind of – all of a sudden, just didn't show up to camp. Everyone's no, like, "Where the hell's no, Barry?" No, no. I actually watched a special on it two and a half weeks ago while I was studying. Oh, see, I just I'm just trying to remember from back then. I didn't realize he it was actually special. sent a fax into his local news station that he retired. Oh, not Detroit's news. He called Detroit, but he sent a fax into his station back in uh, Oklahoma. Oh, really? Yeah, and then they ran it there, and that's how everybody found out. And then he had his press conference yeah, but a couple I, days yeah, later. Yeah, but I. I'm it, pretty like, sure from he just... like London. Like he went to London. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome how he did it. Like only him, right? Yeah, but I thought I thought that was like after training camp started or something. Like it was. It, it was, was like... like the night before. Oh, there was like things. I mean, leave... you're not you're not far off. It, it was like bang, bang, yeah. bang. In in the time of not instant everything. Yeah, it was a shock. Well, I think that was the whole thing of hey, Barry hasn't shown up yet. Training camp's supposed to start. And then all of a sudden, oh, hey, he's retired. Yeah. <laughs> he, he decided to quit. Um, it was uh, um, Michael Hardman who the um, the Chiefs got. Where, do you, where did he go again? He's Georgia. He was on my fantasy team last year, my Ouch. college fantasy team. He's he's <sighs> wicked fast, though. Yeah. 4.3340. I mean, so that's the same idea. He was the replacement for uh, Tyreek Hill should Tyreek Hill not be able to play. Right. Which is what got us to here. So now we full circled that. <laughs> Nice. Um, how about the uh, the Patriots taking a wide receiver in the first round? That one was the shock. That would be um, uh, and, Harry. and Kiel Harry. Yeah, who I think I think a lot of people were saying was probably he's like, arguably the best wide receiver in, in the, the draft. draft. Yeah, uh, he was projected as the best wide receiver before the season. I think so I he think did nothing were, to lose that mantle. They were. I think a lot of people were surprised that that he fell all the way to thirty two. But you look when the first wide receiver was taken. Wasn't it him at 32? <laughs> well, no, that's what I literally was just saying. Well, but that's what I mean. Like, it's not like like the whole class of wide receivers fell. <laughs> no, that it was just the fact that he was yeah. the best, and it took till 32 for the first wide receiver to go yeah, off the board. Yeah, which was crazy. Um, because was even he, then... Or did, uh, did Seattle take uh, DK Metcalf a few picks earlier? No, I think he went second day. Okay. If I recall. Okay. But, I mean, whatever it was. Yeah, I think it was a great pick for him. I think he's going to be an instant impact on the outside. For, I think Seattle, they, for Seattle, you're saying? No, uh, for New England. Yeah, Seattle too. But I'm thinking still uh, still in Kiel. Yeah. For uh, for New England, instant impact on the outside. Uh, the way I see them lining them up, you'd have in Kiel on his one side, and then you would have um, Edelman and then Hogan. Oh, Hogan went there? 
Hogan's still with New England? Chris oh, Hogan? with New England. New England. Edelman, yeah. come on. Skip New who, England. Who, by the way, yeah. congratulations, Julian Edelman, on your graduation. From from Kent Reed, Kent Reed, Kent State. Yeah. yeah he graduated uh, this past weekend. Dude, there are quite a few former or current football players who graduated. Yes. Him, Demarius Randall. There were a yeah, couple. Yeah, that's of, right. Demarius did too. Yeah, yeah. There were, I think there were a couple others. But yeah, so it was. Uh, but yeah, congratulations since we mentioned him. Um, and and to any other recent graduates in general who are listening, congratulations. <laughs> welcome, welcome to, welcome to the real world, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's 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 in keel for you. I think uh, I think that's a great spot for him. Um, we'll see how long Tom Brady can play, but. Well, you know he's going to be there like three more years, unfortunately. Yeah, we'll see. Because I think he's starting to taper off massively the last few years. If you look at his overall numbers, they're hey, did down. You, did you not see how well he threw that football through Matt Damon's window on Jimmy Kimmel? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, completely random, but I love I love when those two just go at it. When when Jimmy and Matt Damon just go at it. Um, but yeah, uh, DK Metcalf. Um, oh, um Still done, 17 Ks. Man, if he would have just kept that pitch count down. Um, Two innings just need three strikeouts to tie. <laughs> but uh, DK in uh, Seattle uh, with Baldwin, Baldwin effectively retired. being retired. Yeah, He hasn't retired, but effectively. They I, released thought he him. Ki- I thought he kind of said They released something. him. No, he no, released something. Then he made a comment. His injury was... Arguably career ending, and with his age and everything else, I think he he made some comment like on social media where it's like that Baldwin reti- retired. We think right. He hasn't <laughs> made an official announcement, anything like that. But yeah, I mean, he he was effectively retired from his injury. Yeah, Seattle released him, which was just a whatever kind of move. Yeah, um, Cam Chancellor is going to be an interesting one, I think. But I like what they have up there with uh, their offense as far as the passing game now. Tyler Lockett, yeah, showed up big time last year. Yeah, they got him. And now they have uh, DK, who he's got straight line speed, and that's where it's going to be interesting because Lockett's their fast guy. He's their over the top threat, but uh, DK's big. So if he can uh, if he can play that that mid to uh, shorter kind of passing game, yeah, he'll I'm... be able to stretch it out and open it up a little bit because they can still run Tyler over the top, and DK can uh, slide in and get everything else. See now, I'm essentially take the Doug Baldwin role. See now, I'm starting to wonder if. Nikhil Harry was actually the first wide receiver. Because what about that other kid from from Auburn? From Auburn? Because isn't that where DK went? No, or was he Ole Miss? He was, um, uh, yeah. Ole Miss? Yeah. Wasn't there another? I thought there was the other wide receiver went first. Yeah. No? Wait a minute. So, <laughs> act- hold on. Nikhil Harry was not the first wide receiver taken. I thought there was somebody in front of him. Marquise Brown, wide receiver, Oklahoma. Okay, and where'd he go? 25 to Baltimore. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be an effect. I'm surprised they went with him. I like him. Oh, he's um Antonio Brown's cousin, isn't he? Uh, no. I think that's... Is that A.J. Brown? That's A.J. Brown, I think. Okay. No! Crap, now it's, I'm getting all Marquise. these guys. It's Marquise. It's Antonio Brown's cousin, because I really wanted the Raiders to take him to put the uh, cousins together. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right, Marquise Brown. Because yeah, yeah, I think that's him. God damn it. No, because then there was also Yeah, cuz I, I knew it was before 32, but I thought it was um, you know, 29. So it wasn't that far off, but I'm still off. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, because then there was the other kid from Auburn that went in the second round. From Auburn. Or old God damn it, I keep saying Auburn. Old Miss. Great. Not great. Uh wait, Debu Samuel. Let's see, now I'm already 
I've already scrolled by it. Screw it. Oh, AJ Brown. AJ Brown at 51. Yeah. Okay. That was it. That's what I kept thinking of. Ole Miss. Okay. All right. <laughs> I think we're done with <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to blend all these together. It's been a while. I think that's pretty good there for uh, our NFL recap. Or if you're okay with that. I think I'm okay with that, especially after I can't get I can't keep anything straight anymore. One last note. Yeah. I don't think there was a lot of draft picks that significantly affected current major fantasy football players. How so? Like there wasn't a pick where you're like, oh, that guy just lost his job. And you're like, oh, what are you? What, are you, talking, on that what are you talking about? That Duke quarterback's not going to be the the new, the new hot guy to the take. Oh, let's be honest. Like <laughs> Eli was, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like there wasn't like a say a, t- you know, in past years you say, oh, this guy had a good back end of the year. He's going to be the guy going to next year. Right. And then the team takes somebody like pick twelve, and you're like, like well, mother. there goes that. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think there was any massive shakeups in that respect. No, the only yeah, like, there was additions and good additions, but I don't think there was any massive shakeups. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be like like Rosen wasn't on the fantasy radar, and it's not like Fitzpatrick was, and they both went to Miami, so that didn't change anything there. I don't you think know, Kyler with Murray I, getting drafted. I don't think Kyler Murray is going to be a huge a huge thing. Yeah, in terms of fantasy. Um, but I mean, it's not like he replaced somebody that was. No, no, that's that's what I'm looking yeah, at. You know, yeah, draft picks like that any, replaced somebody that was. Yeah, it's not like these are going to be huge, huge kind of things. Yeah, I get what you're. I get. What yeah, you're saying. so it was just it was interesting because you know, in, uh, other years, past years, you might see a few picks and you go, "Wow!" Like it's like man, that guy just. That's, you're sitting there and yeah. you're like, you're gunning for a guy. Yeah, like, you're like, okay, like that. last year, although Saquon didn't necessarily replace somebody. No, but it's like you knew. It's like you knew Saquon was coming out. You knew that's a guy I got to try to get. Yeah. You look at a lot of these top end. You're sitting there. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll take them. I'll, I'll take a flyer and a few of these guys. But it's depending like you're not, you're, not looking, you're not looking to get them in like the like hot, like in the first couple of rounds. These are there's the first guys twenty five percent, thirty percent of your you're, draft. You're looking at like on wow, some of these may be mid mid-round like fantasy picks yeah or or late round streamers where you're like hey you know yeah. this might work out like hawkinson for the tight end from yep you know for detroit now yeah yeah like some of those it's like yeah yeah nothing nothing fancy maybe they'll maybe brown for baltimore you, you could see that but even then that's a late first round well, pick oh uh, but like late yeah yeah first actual r- first round yeah, actual yeah. draft but, but even fantasy purposes, because now you're going to say, are you really going to trust um, Lamar Jackson to show up and do that when no, fuck, he no. didn't do it last year? But I he don't. didn't have really anybody to throw to last year, and I don't think he necessarily has anybody much more this year because no. Brown's not proven. No, they have – no, so, you're going to have – your the big thing, I think this can wrap it up, is that when we get towards football season, because OTAs did start today and yes. OBJ was there. Yes, he was. Was is that you? You have to force Lamar to throw because they have it. You know they have Mark Ingram in the backfield now. Who's the running back that they added? Mark Ingram. No, they added somebody in the draft too. Oh, God damn it! Now I gotta go find that too. <laughs> I'll look it up. You keep talking. I'll look it up. You keep talking. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a thing because they don't have any wide. Baltimore doesn't have any wide receivers. You can't trust Lamar Jackson to throw. You gotta. You have to. You have to force him to throw. You can't let him run all over you like. Like in week seventeen, no, definitely not. Who the fuck did they take? Draft tracker by team. <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> Baltimore Ravens running backs. No, no, I can't filter to that. <laughs> uh, Justice Hill out of Oklahoma State. 
Oh, I think I may have picked him up at one point during fantasy, during college fantasy. Yeah, I think uh, he's a good balance for Mark Ingram. That's all. I just it was a name that I thought would get some some runtime. And they still have, I think, like Alex Collins. And they got a, and the guys they've had the last few years put up numbers, and I'm like, been, I'm like, like you're not like a, a running back that I think of like, oh, you need to fear this guy. Yet right. they they you know thousand yard seasons and stuff. So yeah, but thousand like thousand yards rushing nowadays is not the same. Oh, I think it is though. You only need like you need to average like about seventy yards rushing per game to crack a thousand yards. But I think it's changed because while the offense has opened up, I think the run game has gone down a little bit because the passing game has opened up so much that if you look at the passing numbers, the passing numbers are up a ton. The running numbers aren't. Yeah. So I think the thousand yards for a running back it's still is a goal. Still... It's still a goal, but it's like not as huge as it used to be we'll know? have to look in uh, next episode we can we can take a look and see how that looks that's true we can get into because i don't have i don't have the numbers up um yeah we can get all right next episode uh hockey hockey man this is the most hockey that i have watched all year and columbus <laughs> sucked all, me all in. year or in how long is this the most hockey you've watched in 10 years Probably. 20 years probably in your lifetime probably <laughs> this is probably the most hockey that i've sat there and watched on tv probably in my lifetime yes and you're like, excited because hockey is actually an exciting sport to watch it can be it's just it's kind of like <laughs> basketball in the sense that hey we're gonna play and then we're gonna take like four days off and then okay, we're gonna okay. play then we're gonna take a day off we're gonna play again and then we're gonna take another three days off and then play again it's like I just can't get in the, it's just annoying. But but let's be honest here, there's a huge difference. I no, I completely understand. It's Hockey just the players schedule. will break their ankle it's, and still skate out their shift. I a basketball player gets breathed on and he's getting carted off the uh, you know, in a no, wheelchair. That, no, that's soccer. No, no, no. That's <laughs> soccer players will they'll play with a bloody nose, but they will I've seen enough where they they will fall to get the call. They will fall for the call, exactly. But but they're not limping off the field, <laughs> and, and no, I, because they're hurt. No, I was talking just <laughs> scheduling, dumbass. Well, but I'm saying it's interesting because they have the same kind of schedule as the NBA, but theirs at least makes sense because they get beat up playing. Right. NBA players don't, and NBA players are like, oh, I can't play back to backs, and hockey players are like, well, let me skate for the next minute and a half with a broken ankle that I can't put any weight on. No right. big deal. No, that's I, that's what I'm trying to say. You know. What, well, that's not what I was saying. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying about yeah. the schedule. But yeah, no, Columbus sucked me in. Yeah, because it's like you know it's Ohio, so I'm like let me watch this, and then I think even game one, not like okay, they were down three nothing. It's like oh, they came back down three two. I think I went to bed. It's like oh shit, they came back and won. Yeah, I watched. That and then game. it's like I kind of you know was paying attention to the you know watching the rest of them like beginning to end. It's like so I watched. Fuck. I watched all the Pens games and I was disappointed. But I was watching the Blue Jackets games too. Yeah, yeah, and those were exciting, dude. Those were great. Yeah. Until the back end of the second round. Well, you know it's it's gonna happen. And congrats to them anyway for the fact that they finally got they finally got past the first round. Well, first you, time ever. See who they didn't play in the first round, huh? See who they didn't play in the first round. Well, even last year, I don't think they played Pittsburgh in the first round. <laughs> they played. I think they played the. It just most of their first round losses are to the Pens. That's why yeah. I was laughing. <laughs> no, yeah, they have been, but it wasn't even last year. Didn't they? Didn't they? Is Washington in the East? Yeah, they they went up they, uh, they, and I they think lost they, to Washington. They lost to the eventual yeah. Stanley Cup champ. Yeah, that's that happened last year. You're right. I just I'm just laughing because no, I I know, but I was trying like, to remember, so I don't feel. I, see, I know some things. <laughs> I know some things, and I hey, I'm surprised at myself that I like I under I understand hockey. It's just sometimes it's just I can't I just can't sit and watch it sometimes. 
usually it's it's until it's Stanley Cup time that well, I finally get into it. I mean, it's I'm almost to this point with the NBA now. I can't watch the NBA regular season. Right. But you know, probably didn't help that the Cavs sucked. But. Well, right, but it's just it's like it's tough to throw it on because. The games are, I don't know, they're just the level of play to me is just so bad at no, this point. No, because really, you just, it's like, especially with some of these teams, it's like, oh, we know we're getting to the playoffs. We, we got we to gotta put in like 80% effort through the season. Yeah, these are bad teams. All right, let's get the win on this. Oh, it's a good team. Let's actually play. Yeah. And it's just, it's like a slog. And, and hockey's a long season, too. But and it's, not as but long it's as a, other sports like baseball, but it's still a long season. Yeah, but, and, and it's like you have. And so I, I can see but where. But at least there, all your stars are playing. Every fucking game, unless oh, they are hurt, unless yes. they are like beat up. Yeah, and we're they're here, going all out. We're here, like NBA. It's like, oh, uh, we're gonna give them rest, mm-hmm. just because. Yeah, or or you know, he's a little sore from the game two nights ago. Okay, well, this hockey players, you know, and it's just it's one of those things where I look at it and I get it. You know, I get being sore because you are getting pushed around playing basketball. It's not like you're not being touched. It's a contact sport. Yeah, no matter what people want to say, it's a contact sport. It is. Um, so there's, I'm not trying to dog any, uh, any NBA players or anything like that, but it's just, when you look at it and you compare it to like a hockey player who I think is getting beat up a whole lot more and you don't see the same kind of complaints. Right. And they get paid a shit ton less. Yeah. So you, clearly if you're a professional hockey player, you're playing cause you love it. Not because, not you're, because you're looking for the money. Well, I mean. The money's good too. Oh, mon- all money's bonus. I, I, would, but... I would take their league minimum contract. <laughs> <laughs> I think anybody would. But yeah, I mean, it's just when you're looking at it like that. So it's a long season there, but man, playoff hockey is just so great to watch. But man, I, I know you're. Out. I know you're not watching anymore. No, and I and I'll and, be honest. And I'm out until the finals. But yeah, when the I'll Stanley Cup come comes up, I'll watch it. Yeah, I love watching that. Like I'll, I will probably too. But I probably like, won't watch the NBA finals. I'll tell you that. I I might if it's like. Milwaukee and Portland. That would be exciting. I might put it on just to get the ratings because yeah. of how exciting I am for that. Won't even watch it. It'll just be on mute in the background. Right. <laughs> no, and just and because of the fact of you know it's two it's two new teams and it's probably their worst. It's probably the NBA's like worst case scenario right yeah. now, which would which would make it even better for me. But who do I root for? I don't know. Man. I mean, Ennis Canner went to Kentucky and uh, Eric Bledsoe went to Kentucky. But CJ McCollum's from uh, from Northeast Ohio. Yeah. It's going to be a tough one. If it, if it gets that far, it'll be very interesting. It'd be, it'd be a tough uh, tough decision. Hey, there. you got to also root, you know, you got a former Cav, Rodney Hood, on Portland. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guarantee. <laughs> hey, that was good. <laughs> that was good. That was good. But yeah, yeah, you, I guarantee you, Delhi's just super pissed about getting traded out of fucking Milwaukee. I bet, especially if they win it. Yeah, I think he played enough. He could get a ring if they want to give it to him, Maybe. or if he wants it. Yeah, but circling back to Which hockey, would be awesome. Yeah. But yeah, but circling back to hockey, there you it watch was hockey. It, watch I watched hockey. hockey. Yes, but even the fact that I felt like you know usually you get to playoff hockey, it seems it seemed very everyone was still very snippy. Well, like they were, they were shoving no, a ton. Yeah, you'll, you'll, like I understand, there still wasn't the fights. You, you don't fight during playoff hockey, but they were, they or, were or close. Like, they were not close nearly quite enough. Yeah, like, they were. and that's one of the things I like. I understand the whole fighting and hockey and everything yeah. else, but when you think about it, you know why you don't see a lot of fights during the playoffs? Because it hurts your team. Yeah, because you lose one game, and that could be everything. During the regular season, generally speaking, you lose one game. Yeah, eh, it's gonna happen. You're gonna lose some games. Right, but and that's why it's okay. 
to try to settle stuff or set things up to try to, you know, because right. you play each other enough times during the year. But in the playoffs, you can't take that five minutes. Right. Man, that, that could you could lose because of that. No, I get no. I so can... so you don't necessarily have the fights, but you might have the you're skating up for a face off and maybe you slow down a little bit too much and stick your uh, stick your elbow out a little bit or something and just nip the guy a little bit. You know, right? You get him a little off his game, that kind of thing. Because then he turns, you know, he gets a little upset. Right. That kind of thing. But or was, or you punch the goalie in the head and hope nobody notices. You know, I mean, I guess you could do that too. Uh, but they were still shoving a lot. That, that, was very that happened though. Did you, did you catch that? What? Uh, the Boston player snuck up and punched uh, the goalie for the Blue Jackets in the back of the oh, head. Bob Brofsky? Yeah. No, I missed that one. Yeah. Bastards. <laughs> yeah. And I, so, and there were so, so there was a legit like, thing there. I was even talking, you know, talking to Dan, and he's, you know, he's even telling me, he's like, yeah, you get, you know, anybody gets close to the goalie, they're, you know, they're going to start shoving you. I'm like, yeah, they kept shoving Columbus into the goalie and they kept shoving him more. Yeah. Like, hey, well, why'd you touch the goalie? It's like, you fucking throw me. Right. <laughs> Made no sense. Yeah, but yeah, but yes, I I was invested through two rounds, have heavily invested through two rounds. The most hockey and TV you've watched in your life, and we got to clarify on TV because we do have the monsters here, and so yeah, you've I've been to a bunch I, of monsters games, to, things like that. Yeah, so that that probably equates to more watching hockey throughout yeah. your lifetime because you've actually physically gone to the games. I have, yeah, but it just I think general, it would be fun to go. To, I think it'd be fun to go to Columbus for a game. I'd though. go to one. I really want to go to uh, the Pens for a game. I don't. Fine. We maybe both. we'll make it. Maybe we'll make it even. It's got to be Columbus in Pit, Columbus versus versus Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. We, I guess kill two, <laughs> kill kill like two birds one stone. <laughs> but then we'll have to go to Columbus for one because I hear that you know that's that. What's what I'm saying? I want to do shit. both. We can like, like the same. Why not both? Which by which by the both? way, when we get into baseball talk, I have an idea of something we need to do when we get towards Fourth of July. All right. But yeah, even the monsters monsters had to. Are they still in? Because no. I, I thought they lost, no, but saying, I know they advanced. Yeah, they they had they snuck in uh, on the last day of the regular season. Yep. No, they they didn't get out of the first round. I thought they. Uh, no, they did get I out of the first round. The no, round. I'm sorry. They, they advanced. I'm sorry. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, they won three one in the first round. Yeah. No, it was the second round. They did. They did not look good. Well, they I mean, got annihilated. Like all four games. That's the tough thing for me, at least for like minor league stuff like that. Yeah. Because. You know, they won the Calder Cup uh, three years ago. Yeah. You know, the AHL title. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, but – yeah, buddy. But, but then a uh, decent number of those guys are, are playing on the Blue Jackets. Yeah, they now. got called up They got called up to Columbus, so then the team kind of stuck here for a couple of years because so all the good t- guys just got called up. Yeah, so it's tough with the, the minor league stuff like that. Like, yeah. You know, you can get but invested even, and then the guy's gone. Yeah. Well, but the, not exactly gone. Well, well two, two and a half hours down the road kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. But the cool thing is, is that um, you start going to these games. Yeah. You, you know, especially if you were to get like season tickets and stuff. You're now a it's a lot fan. easier to follow them. But you can go to all these games. Yeah. And then as these guys get called up, yeah. Like you know, you have that chance to just go down the road to go see them, and it's you're invested. Not, yeah. Like there's people who are like, oh yeah, like here's like my autograph, this and pictures with these two guys who are starting for the Blue Jackets, and yeah. it's like, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. cool. Like because they're in the minors, you get a lot more access yeah. to the it's players. Not, it's not like the first like ten years where it's like. Oh hey, they're playing here, and then they're going to Colorado. Yeah. Yep, and then it was Nashville, I think. No, it was always it was Colorado. No, it went from Colorado to Columbus. Oh, okay, I thought we had like a two year layover in Nashville. No, it was a Colorado <laughs> to Columbus. So it was. Yeah, that was so that was great. Ah, uh, but yeah, they just they got crap beat out of them by Toronto. Yeah, I mean, again, like I was saying, to me, it's it's awesome. The HL makes it into the playoffs. 
everything else like that. But it's hard for me to get super excited, right? Because you know these guys are. It's not like it's same thing, you know. In in the in the NHL, the guy might not be there in a year or two, right? But it's different because they may not be there not because they choose to leave, but they're getting called up to the the parent club, right? And so that's that's where it's always tough for me with the uh, the minor leagues. Obviously, I, I mean, I'll, I'll go to Monsters game. I love the Monsters, but and. and- they really do things where it's like it's it's fun for the whole family. It, it is though. I mean, that's the idea. It really is. I yeah, mean, for them, for minor league hockey, that's really what they need to do, and they do. And Cleveland, they get some pretty good crowds. Yeah, even like just regular season, no, they yeah. get good crowds. Yeah, there are times I go, I'm like, fuck, man, like they're not, <laughs> you know, they may not be that good, but fuck, like this place is packed, and well, but, and stuff like that just makes me happy. But watching hockey is fun. You can't be. Oh come on, in person at the stadium. Or the arena, or the rink, or whatever you want to call it, the the field house. Oh God! No, we're not even going to get into that. No, and we're going to call it the Rock, and that's the only way I can get into the new name. I'm sorry. Works for me. Changing it from Quicken Loans to Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. If we call it the Rock, I'm in. I'm all in. Okay. I forgot. I think that kind of happened after the after our last conversation. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's been a while. <laughs> Uh, NBA, let, let's briefly touch. The, the I feel, Warriors wait. are up by eight. Yeah. Because that's on in the background right now. Yeah, yeah. Got game one of the Western Conference Finals on. And do you want to do a new Cavs coach or lottery? Where do you want to start? Let's go with, I guess we can go with new Cavs coach first because that technically happened first. Sounds good. I mean, it all happened between I, the normal record schedule. So Yeah, I, I figure I'll let you touch this one since he came from, from college basketball. I don't know. To me, it's just, it's. I'm not excited about it. I didn't think he's... John any, Beeline. Yeah, John Beeline. Beeline. I don't think he's anything special as a coach. You know, I mean, I, I think of him, he runs the gimmicky 1-3-1 defense, which isn't going to translate to the NBA. People call him an offensive coach, but what has he done offensively that's so, like, wow, you know, you don't want to play them because of their offense. You know, so, I mean, he's not bringing in, you know, top three classes, so he, he always has decent teams. So clearly, he can coach. I'm not trying to diss him in that respect. Obviously, 12, he what, can coach. What did I hear? He's 12, been there for a long time. 12 years at Michigan. I think he's had a winning record. Multiple I mean, Final Four appearances. He, he took the uh, the uh, Mike Ganzi, Kevin Pitsnoggle, um West Virginia team. Bless you. <laughs> I think everybody listening right now should be impressed that I know these two guys. Ganzi was from Northeast Ohio, but uh, they, they made a great run several, a long time ago with him as their coach. Right. But it's the same thing to me. I mean, that's maximizing your talent there. But I just I don't see what he's bringing to the NBA. That I say, wow, that's the college coach you had to get. That's that's what I look at and say, that's the college coach you had to get. Like like when OKC brought in Billy Donovan. Yeah. You said, okay, Billy Donovan makes sense. Why? Well, so Billy Donovan was a decent recruiter, so he was able to get on these players' level. Yeah. But look what he did for so long. He won titles. He won back-to-back titles. He was able to challenge and at one point become the best program in the SEC for a couple of years. Yeah. He was able to challenge Kentucky's supremacy in the SEC, and that's something that it's it's hard to do. And you look at him; he ran a good program, everything else, and just the way he coached. Like his teams were, they played good defense. Nothing special, but they always were a top defensive team, and that's why they won titles. Right. And I look at Michigan and I say, what What do they do? <laughs> you all can't see me. I, I yeah. making the I don't know face. Um, <laughs> So, again, I, I hope he's extremely successful. 
you know, he's 66, five-year deal. I bet you he doesn't see the full five years just because I, I, just I, because he retires. If if he's if he does decent, he's not going to get fired. He's going to retire. I, I this, think I, I, I almost look at this as he said, "Hey, retirement investment, got it." I yeah, I think I I texted you and I told somebody else. I said I think he gets fired in three. Yeah, I, I could see him making four, making three, but but I don't see him necessarily getting fired. I see him retiring, and maybe it's a mutual parting of ways after three. They say, hey, you um, know. Unless, uh, yeah, unless something happens and he can, like, turn this team around. Well, because consider, they need to be bad again next year. They're going to need to be fairly bad, yeah. Well, they just, in order to keep their pick, they have to finish with a top 10 pick. So if they finish with a top 10 pick next year, they keep their pick. And then I think it's the following year. It becomes they, second round. Two second rounds. Yeah, in the next two years. So they, they keep their pick next year, great. So that's one bad year under him, right? Yeah. That you need to kind of have. So you have to build that in when you're judging. And you him. know what? You can you you're can, looking to have a bad year with him. And you, you just know, want to see progress from the guys you drafted, right? And you know Which what? I think you, all you can have do. to do. You know what? You could have a better year, finish like thirty and fifty one, and, and get the number top. one pick. <laughs> yeah, the way this fucking lottery went. But <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just I think when you're judging him, you can't judge that first year. Because ideally, you're not a good team that first year. Yeah, it shouldn't be. And then that second year, you need to see a significant step forward, especially when you're looking at Colin Sexton's development, whoever is drafted this year's development, yeah. and then whoever's drafted next year needs to show up and have a good rookie year. And that's, that's year two for him. And year three, you need to be a playoff team. And you need to be looking at it and yeah. saying, if we're not a playoff team, why aren't we a playoff team? Kevin Love. Kevin Love got injured, or that's, uh, that's I think, or that, or we missed the playoffs with a winning record because the East was on fire. Okay, which, is, which that's never, fine, which never happens, right? But it just no, I understand happens, what you. That's fine. I understand what you mean. I think Kevin Love is Kevin Love is going to be is is the biggest piece. He's got to stay healthy. Look what happened when he was healthy this year, and and you had most of your full team. Yeah, they were near. 500 they were team. near five hundred team. Yeah, pretty much five hundred in the East gets you in the playoffs. Well, right. Hundred percent, but and then that, yeah, that's where I'm looking at him. I just I'm not excited about it. There's probably other guys out there that if they would have hired, I would have been more excited. I was just surprised they went college coach him. I and the one and I told you in a text message, and the one that I'm surprised they didn't even think they or at least they didn't make it public why they didn't interview Becky Hammond. Yeah, I I don't know. They interviewed like one or two other people who were you know on San Antonio's coaching staff. Why not her? She played professional basketball overseas. She played professionally in the WNBA. She's been under Popovich for what four years now? Uh, a good amount of time. Yeah. Explain to me why she wasn't. Why it, she's not one. One of my big curiosities, and especially, I'm, I'm sorry, and especially the fact that this team is going to be a little bit younger. I guarantee you, she she probably would be a good developer. Yeah. No, I don't doubt that. My big question mark for her, at least, is: is she, are they keeping her there? And maybe she wasn't available and she didn't want to because she said, I don't want to go to Cleveland. And so maybe possibly turned it down. And I always wondered, that could, is maybe she, that is could she looking to be a head coach or is she going to be a front office person and maybe a GM? And, and, and totally speculation on my part. I, I can't because say, wasn't it Mil- I can't say I've wasn't heard it, or seen something somewhere wasn't else. Wasn't it this past off season that Milwaukee was looking to talk to her for like a front office? Yes. And so that's that's where and that could have just been wild speculation because they wanted to see her her interest level and things Maybe. like that. But I just I, I I don't know if if maybe 
what I, there I, was some stuff that we don't always hear, and maybe she said, you know what, I don't want to come to Cleveland. Who, I don't who, want to deal with a rebuilding team like this. Maybe I yeah. want to walk into a better situation, being the first ever female head coach in the NBA. And who's to say that maybe she's not sort of thought of as like the heir apparent in San Antonio? And that's a possibility, especially she's been with the players for so long. If Pop says, "Hey, I'm retiring," Becky's the head coach. They say. Yeah, we know her. Cool. Not a problem. Not, Maybe. hey, let's send you to this team that you've never been to around these people you've never been, that and now be. you're going to have to break this barrier. You know what? That I, I and, didn't completely think about it in that form. That's that's what I'm looking at when I'm saying it and saying that. I'm saying, you know, there's been front office rumors for her. Well, She's the, in a yeah. good situation there. Yeah. A really good situation there. And Pop's not going to be around that much longer. What are the chances are that... There's been talks where she might just be the one taking over, and so she's turning down interviews. I didn't see that. I didn't think about. So that's that's where I look at it with her, because from everything you've seen, because I'm very curious. Everything we've seen, at least I've seen, she's a good assistant coach. Yeah, that there's no reason why she should not be considered. Yeah, and that's and that's why I thought they should have maybe given it some thought. But yeah, I did not. I did not really completely put into thought that maybe you know maybe she's got something said on san antonio yeah or maybe there's already been talks that hey when he when he's ready to go here in a couple of years this is going to be your team yeah or or it's the other way of hey you know guys within the san antonio organization yeah. you know i want to keep being assistant I, I like coaching here but you know what i i think my future in the league is in the front office and i'm waiting for the correct front office job to show up in the maybe. meantime i'm staying and they said that's cool. We want you here. So as long as you're willing to be here, we want you here. Right. And that's a possibility too. And that's where the, the Milwaukee calls make sense. Yeah. Um, think about that. Yeah. So I, I hope Beeline is successful. Yeah. I really do. I just, it doesn't get me excited. And I don't see where you say that was the college coach we had to go out and get. They had a wide range of people they talked to. Yeah. They talked to a ton of And it kind of came out of nowhere too. There was, there was a left field. Dan Gilbert. Well, I like Dan. So they said this this was a Dan, you know, a Dan Gilbert choice. Yep. They said Kobe Altman talked to him, but this was a Dan Gilbert. Yeah, on Dan Gilbert's list. So you know, we'll see. You know, the last coach that was on his list before David Blatt. David Blatt was a better coach than Ty Lue. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. You can blow our Twitter up when you hear this and tell me how stupid I am. I don't care because I'm going to ignore you because you don't know what you're talking about in my mind. <laughs> So go for it. Hey, um, don't hey, don't alienate us already from the people. <laughs> it, it, it's your opinion. Tyloo won a championship. Good for him. I think that David Blatt would have won multiple championships had he been there. And had, I never completely understood. and had Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love not gotten injured in that first season. Oh, I'm with you on that one. If they did not, you have one of them healthy in 2015. I think 2015 would have been the first. I think we would have won back to back titles. Yeah. And so actually, I don't know. I think 15, they would have 16. I don't know then if that would have, if they would have had the same fire. I think, I think we didn't, we don't know. Could you, know, you don't know. You'll, you'll never know that, but it, and, and I'm okay. Everything changes. And I'm okay with the way, because you maybe you don't make if, trades that you make later on exactly. because you've done certain things. So, and I'm, I'm kind of okay with the way things shook out in terms of at least getting to the title. The last two appearances, not so much, <laughs> especially the last finals appearance. LeBron fucked that one up. <laughs> yes, Jr. screwed up, but LeBron, you punched a fucking blackboard and broke your hand. It was a whiteboard. Oh, shut up. 
But he he punched yeah. a chalkboard. Yeah, you're supposed to be the leader and everything else. That's not being a leader. And that's where yeah. when people talk about how he's not a leader, that's now you have an exhibit A. Now yeah. you just not just speculation because of body language or players not wanting to come and things like that. Now you have they're lost a pitiful game and yeah. his reaction is to break his hand on a whiteboard. And, and you know what? Okay, yeah. JR screwed up. But you know what? Game still went to overtime. Yeah. And it's one game. It's one game. game. Still, yeah, game still went to fucking overtime. You choked in overtime. You fucked up. Blame yourself. Yeah, I mean. So I think, yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> I liked David Blatt as a coach. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens with Beeline. So we'll see. I, I think Beeline will be fine. But the oh. thing that everybody has to remember is that we're not supposed to be good at least next year and probably the year after. So he's going to have a horrible-looking record in the first two years. You can't look at his record and say whether he's a success, successful coach or not. We have to look at the immeasurables, so to he, speak. He, he's going to get the, the, huge, he's gonna get the huge Jackson treatment. He's going to get the huge Jackson treatment. I really hope he doesn't go 0-82. <laughs> no, but he's going to have a terrible record, and then we're going to bring him back for year three. Can, can we start, and then we're going to fire him. Can we start 0-16? Is that the same thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. no, I, I don't think it's, it's all right. They're gonna have the wor- they'll have the they'll have the worst record, and then they won't even get the number one pick. Yeah, and it won't be their fault, right? Like this year when they had the second worst record, and you missed your best player for what two thirds of the season. Yeah, but you know what? Let's. I guess we can talk about the lottery. <laughs> I figured that was a great segue. Yeah, uh, <laughs> let's readjust how we do everything to reward the teams that finished with a you know forty percent win record that just missed the playoffs. Let's reward them. Yeah, the worst the worst four records are picking third, fifth, sixth, and seventh. Right, and, and let's be honest. And here. let's and what a shocker! The Lakers got a top four pick. Yeah, but I'm so fucking glad. I'm actually glad both them and New York did not get the number one pick. You know, I wouldn't have cared if New York did. I just like, I understand like the Lakers, it's the next, so. but it, I, I understand <laughs> it's the next, but it's like New York has enough good shit. They got the fucking Yankees. They don't need any more good. Speaking shit. of Lakers, you see who their new coach is? They were making a big deal, and I'm not. I'm not sure why. You know, the last time they had a Kentucky guy as head coach, right? No. Give you a hint. He. Trademarked the term three peat. Phil Jackson. <laughs> Are you being serious? Pass. Pat Riley? Oh. You didn't know he, he trademarked that? No. Oh. Yeah, Pat Riley. <laughs> oh, no shit. Yeah. I'm not saying he's going to be Pat Riley. I'm just, oh, it's kind of funny, you know. No, but they were making a big deal about Frank Vogel, and I'm not sure why. No, that was a good hire. And I then, had no issues with that. And then the fact that he brought in Jason Kidd as an assistant coach. Yeah. That one people, I think, were making a bigger deal about. Yeah, because they said uh, Vogel you, just hired his replacement. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that uh, CBS Sports like Instagram put it like from, was it Adam Shine or whatever? Oh, he went on like a two and a half minute rant on the hiring <laughs> of Frank Vogel and bringing in Jason Kidd that pretty much... Yeah, Jason Kidd's going to show you his knife collection, and then he's going to stab you. Not in the back, but in the face as he takes your job. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So you're saying um, he's respectful enough to do it in front of you? <laughs> I guess, but shit. God, but I'm just, I'm just glad the Lakers didn't get the number one pick, because I kind of want to see what happens with that. Du- 
The <laughs> Lakers are a dumpster fire, and it makes me happy. But let's be honest. The number one pick went to New Orleans, and that is probably the most exciting thing. That is. Now I'm curious. I think we're both curious what happens with AD now. Right. Does right. he go does he go back and like, you know what? You draft Zion. I think we're okay. Yeah, we could make this work. But yeah. but honestly, the big thing I think for them is that they added David Griffin at GM. Yeah. That's the big change. And I I wasn't a huge Griff fan. I feel like uh he did an okay job with the Cavs. I know they won a title, but he did an okay job. I think he overpaid on a lot of stuff that he did. Some contracts, some trades, some stuff like that. It all yeah, worked but out I think for us. It, yeah, but I think he'd be a hell of a lot better than a fucking Kobe Altman oh, has been right I'm now. G- what I'm saying is, is I think moving on from him, I'm, I don't hate that move. I think it was fine. Paid the man. I, I think. I think they should have paid the man. Uh, if did did or didn't, it didn't bother me. I guess yeah. is what I'm saying. Um, but I think he's a great hire for them. I yeah. think it'll work out well. Uh, he makes good rapport of players, and now you have a new guy running it there. So now when you go and you go to AD and you say, hey, you know, the previous guys here. Yeah, they fucked up. They done you wrong. They did Demarcus wrong. I get it. I know you guys know each other. Let's talk because I will do you right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to say giggity? Giggity. Okay. <laughs> but but I I think there's and maybe it's just wishful thinking. There's there's a chance that he stays, and then it just gets exciting God. again. Like I understand new obviously New Orleans wasn't that great, but yeah, you ha- you keep him, you bring in like Zion. Ah. Oh. That's gonna make for a beast combo. It'd be fun, fun to watch. But I don't. At least. But I still think they're they're gonna need to figure out. They're gonna need more pieces. Let's let's. I'm gonna throw it on record here. Throw it on record. I'm not convinced Zion is gonna be all that as an NBA player. You're not the only one who thinks that. So, I really didn't want the Cavs to get the number one pick. I was, was kind of with you on that one. I was hoping we get the second or third pick. I, I, second was nice because we could kind of dictate who we took. But third was fine too because I was okay with. Essentially, whoever fell, you know, quote unquote, to that spot, but it would give us a lot of a lot of room to work and make picks based on all that. Yeah. So, I, you know, fifth was not ideal, but you know, it's not the worst. Uh, obviously, I was looking more third is my low spot. Being all right, that's good. That's good. But you know, but yeah, like quick recap with New Orleans got one, Memphis two, Knicks three, Lakers four, Cavs five, and then. Uh, Sun six, Sun bowl six, seven. And bowl seven, and we don't need to go past that. I think Atlanta got eight. I don't know past that, so <laughs> I remember. I think it said Atlanta got eight. I forget who was nine, and Atlanta also had ten. Okay, yeah, I knew. Atlanta I think they had got 10. eight because of the because of the, the Luca Doncic trade. Yeah, yeah the, the Luca trade, the Luca Trey Young. Because I think yeah. I told you uh, it's a bummer because I was hoping Dallas would get uh, another top ten pick in there to add with uh, with Luca and Kristaps. Yeah, let's see what happens with Porzingis because there was some news that came out about him, some fight, <laughs> some fight at a bar overseas or something like that. Yeah, it's overseas. Yeah, but I forget what happened. But they're making a fairly big deal okay, about okay. it. Yeah, you know, but yeah, but like those top five, yeah. The the NBA is going to celebrate that the lottery system worked and tanking isn't rewarded and things like that. But all it's going to say is, hey, there's going to be bad teams no matter what, and yep, sucks to be you because. Even if you're a bad team and you're not trying to tank, you're fucked because... Uh, you may get fucked, yeah. Yeah. You know, you could lose your best player. Hey, the Cavs. Arguably, they came into the season. We are not trying to tank. We want to make the playoffs because we want to show that we can win without LeBron. That was the thing. Right. Kevin Love gets injured and they fall apart. Yeah. And so, what are they rewarded with? Well, the second worst record and let's uh, let's give you the fifth pick instead. 
Right. What? Any other sport, you'd be rewarded, rewarded, quote-unquote, but be given the best chance to be competitive again. Right. Instead, the NBA wants to keep their good teams good. Yeah. That's that's how it looks to me, and that's how it's always going to look to me. Uh, the lottery system, I think, is kind of dumb. I know it's helped the Cavs because they have not had the worst record and have lucked out before. Right. But it's just – it's yeah, dumb. It, it is kind of dumb. If you want to stop tanking, you got to figure out another way. Right. And you're not going to because tanking happens in every sport, even baseball. Hello, Houston Astros. Yeah. It's – So it – it is what it is, but yeah, nothing more on the lottery for me. <laughs> yeah, no, it just, it is kind of frustrating when you kind of think back that, like with with the Cavs team, the way it was set up, I I said at the beginning of the year I thought they had a shot to go about five hundred and sneak into the playoffs, and then yeah, shocker, Kevin Love got hurt within the first two weeks, and then they had to start making trades to try to just you know make it through the year. Yep, they decided you know what, we might as well just get younger. Well, go from there. They also got older. They traded for Delhi. Yeah, but I think, but I think it was one of those that, and that was an additional contract. I mean, but I'm just saying. So it, it wasn't just let's let's get rid of all of our talent. Let's get rid of all these guys. No, they weren't getting rid of all the talent, but I think they were. Well, know, the older talent. It was. It was. They the moves they made were both now and future. Yeah, that I think with I think the Delhi thing. It's you know what maybe we can try to make a. A put, you know, push to become rel, you know, just be relevant for yeah. you know, within a couple of years, and then I think Delhi will probably call it call it quits. Yeah, he'll probably I think, retire. I think he'll retire within a couple of years, and then yeah, you're also trying to find some of these young, you know, there were some young guys, you know, that we traded Rodney Hood to to Portland. Got was it Chris? We I forget actually where we got Chris from, but you got like Stauskas, Nick Stauskas. Yeah. Uh Oh, but then you cut him. You traded him. You cut him. You brought him back. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, yeah, but there were like there were a couple trades like that. You you brought in some younger talent. Yeah, I mean you you got creative, some fun stuff like that. So you know, the Cavs are going to be an interesting watch the next couple of years. I will, you know, new coach with the talent that they traded for and whoever they end up drafting. I I would find it funny if one of these guys we keep talking about. I wouldn't be. I would laugh if somehow R.J. Barrett fell to five. I don't think he does, but I can see Cam Reddish. Like I told you before we started recording, I started seeing things where Reddish wasn't even going in the top five anymore. Yeah, I, I think a lot of it was based on his tournament. I think it was even pre-tournament, like towards the end of the regular seasons, that he, his his draft stock. He was fell. no longer a, a three, but or top two conversation, but he was three to five still. Anything I honestly I the early, early in the fell. year, like. As the season was starting, he they were talking about him as being like the third no, number three. They were talking Zion, RJ, Cam Radish, well, one, two, three. And I saw a lot where it was um, Cam and RJ interchangeable at two and three. And then as the season went on, actually, it was like Radish kind of fell. But it was more John Morant had such a good year that he worked well, himself was, into well, the it conversation. Was, he, it, it was bo- it went both ways. He worked his way in. Radish, Radish fell. And like I said, I've, I've seen some where Radish was going lower than five. Where there were quite a few where he was going lower than five. So we'll have to see. We'll, we'll be recording before the, uh, oh, the yeah, draft we, so we can fuck, make we got a few recordings and talk before about the, our guys. Oh, we got yeah. a few recordings here before the draft. God forbid anything happened. But you yeah. like breaking an arm? Oh, see, that was a good baseball segue. I know that was a good baseball segue. But because Corey Kluber broke his arm. He didn't break his arm. The baseball broke his arm. Well, he threw the baseball that broke his arm. He threw the baseball that got hit. 
he he decided to be he decided to be the fucking cookie carrasco of the fucking year. <laughs> the best part was the best part in this this season. This man. is like the most. This season is. Ugh. You remember earlier I talked about how the high key player finishes a shift out with a broken leg, yeah. ankle. You know, Corey Kluber, arm dangling. Broken, still runs over and tries to glove the ball to first base. Yeah, let's be let's let's like, also like, let's also reiterate let's also crumple. let's let's also reiterate the fact that the ball hit his pitching arm. Yeah, his throwing arm. And then he yeah he tried to scoop it with his glove hand. Yeah, yeah. like but even but, but, but doesn't crumple to the oh, ground because you and just then even your the bone fact that shattered and then even the fact didn't shatter. Well, I mean, and then yeah, yeah. non-displaced fracture yeah. of the ulna. Yeah, exactly. Which even, <laughs> which then even the trainer and Tito came out and looked at him, and he had no fucking emotion. Yeah. <laughs> Corey Kluber, when it comes to game day, is a goddamn robot. It's amazing. But but that like he is probably one of the He's toughest dudes you will meet. Think about that. He just had his arm broken, didn't shed a tear, didn't flinch. Literally, still runs over, knowing he can't pick the ball up, and tries gloving at the first base to get the out. Right. How many other baseball players do you think do that? Not a ton. You could probably count in your hand? No, there's probably more than that. Oh, I, I, I give people more credit. I'll give people more credit. But I, I'm not hating on baseball players. I'm just saying, people in general. Yeah. How many people in if general? You, oh, if you go into like, the general public? Yeah. No, athletes. Oh, we're athlete? sticking to athletes. Oh. How many how, athletes in general are going to have their arm broken, not even flinch, and run to get the ball I think and make a play on it? I think because of the way that kind of break, I think you, I think a lot more than we probably would think. See, I think it's a lot less than most people think. I think he's one of a handful or so, yeah. maybe hand and toes full of of athletes that yeah that happens in. Not only do they stay in mind of what they have to do, yeah, you know, no, like you watch that video, boom, and he just keeps on going, just doesn't use his arm. I mean, it was, yeah, it was incredible in multiple ways, as in horrible and amazing on how he reacted. Yeah, this, yeah, this season, this season, if the Indians can find a way to win this division, they will have earned every bit. They're gonna have some work to do. They will have earned every bit of it. They have some work to do. Oh, absolutely. Were we five out right now? Four. Did they lose today? Uh they're they're winning. We were four, we were four games out going into today. I we, thought we were five out going into today. Four. Okay, okay. Un- unless unless it changed, but I thought I heard four, and then we won, and they are current, and Minnesota's currently winning. But like they've all yeah. said, Cleveland's going through a shit ton of adversity, where Minnesota's gone through none. Like Minnesota's gone through none. They've played. Baltimore, they're already done with their seven games of Baltimore. Well, that's helpful. seven and zero. Oh. They went seven and zero. Oh. Watch us go four and three. <laughs> well, we get the first four starting on Thursday. Yeah, then but, a sweep there would be nice. Oh, fucking sweep there would be glorious. Yeah, we were four out going into today because we are currently three and a half out with Minnesota playing right now. And last I saw, yesterday, they were four nothing. Yesterday, going into yesterday, we were five out. No, we couldn't have because we lost yesterday. No, we were five. We, no, we were into Sunday. We were five. That's it was a replay. Yeah, we were. I was. Going, I went to lunch yesterday. Yeah, Monday I went to lunch, and then they oh, had, and Sunday's Indians game was on in Oakland. Yeah, and I stat five out, and that's yeah. what I remembered. And I'm okay. trying to think like where the fuck did I say? Because I know I just yeah. saw this, and no, I know were, I saw yeah. it yesterday. Yeah, they were five. Yeah, and they were. Five, in my mind, I just placed it as yesterday's stat, not a Sunday stat. Yeah, it was yeah. a Sunday stat. Yeah, yeah, we're five. Yeah, we were five out going into Sunday. Yeah, after a fucking. 
Fucking Oakland too, man. If, you, if they had video of me right now, I'm like looking off into space. Yeah, Oakland. Trying to think of where I was <laughs> when I saw this. Like yeah, imagining a, the room. Like, but where the fuck was I yeah, now? Oakland, yeah. Yeah, was, yeah, Oakland is a place. I fucking hate them. I hate them going. I knew they were going to struggle out there. But in the, the sad part is they lost Friday and Saturday on walk-offs. Friday and extras. Saturday in the bottom of the ninth. But Saturday they shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. Um Two Trevor Bauer, seven innings, two runs, zero earned. You cannot waste his starts, especially no. because especially he has now. been pitching gems. Especially he's now. had what one bad start this year? Oh, he's had he had a stretch two? of like th- two or three. Well, they weren't bad; they just weren't great. Um, he struggled. He struggled against the. They were they were talking about this. I think going he had, he into had the one, like he had Saturday, like six walks, but he still went seven innings or something. <sighs> It only let up one run. I mean, so that's not a good. There was like one of the. There was like that. There was the one in Detroit. They hit. They hit him a ton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The one against Chicago last week. Five innings. Chicago's a weird team for us. Five innings, seven runs. Well, look at all these goddamn series so far. I think we've Nova started that game against us. I think we've played them what six games, seven for we maybe seven games over three series. Yeah, because two of them have been. Fucking two game series. Yeah. Yep. It's fucking dumb. Yeah. Yeah. And I think and I think we we, we can talk about we, this on another podcast when we have a little more time. Yeah. Because I think baseball needs to revamp a lot of how they do their scheduling. Well, yeah, because as as I was starting to kind of premise earlier, leading into the All Star break, which is you know July fourth weekend. Yep. So it'll be fifth, uh, sixth, and seventh, I believe. Yeah. Off on Friday. The they are off on Friday the fifth. And then play a two-game series in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. which leads into the All-Star break. Yeah. Why the blue fuck are you off on a Friday? <laughs> there have been so many Friday off days this season. Like, I normally understand the first couple of weeks when you're getting, like, everyone in their home openers. Usually you'll have your home opener. You'll have that off day just in case. Yeah, because you like that. Yeah, you do a Thursday, and then you have off Friday, and then you finish the series out Saturday, Sunday. But even I think it was like... Last week or the week before, Houston was off on a Friday. Yeah. We're into May. Yep. Why? Because the people who run scheduling for baseball are fucking morons. They get it done, but they don't, they're not good at it. No, they're really not. I mean, and I get it's really hard. I'm not saying it's, it's easy. Trying to schedule 162 team, 162 games times 30 teams. Yeah, it's not easy. I, I'm not 100%. I get that. But, but there are just Friday. Saturday, Sunday should never have an off day. Yep. Especially Friday. Yep. Like, I love the, There are times I love it. It's like, you get to the end of the week, I'm looking forward to that Friday baseball game. Yeah. No, I, I think... Especially in the summer. I think, uh, especially because you play under 62 games, come June, July, August... Yeah. You have to play every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, except for the All-Star break. Yeah. It, that's just the way baseball should be, and that makes it easy. Well, even the yeah, well, and then and then what you need to look at is you go all right, Tuesday, Wednesdays are always going to play, and then it's just whether it's going to be a Thursday or a Monday that you have off, right? And that's what you look at. And there, or even- again, let's I don't want to get too far into it. Or you do a lot of uh, two game series scheduling where you have two game midweeks, and then you have your long series of three game series over the weekends, and some other stuff like that. But yeah, that's you know, so again, it's just fucking dumb, man. Yeah, baseball baseball, baseball scheduling is fucking dumb. But yeah, if the Indians can can win this division, it is going to be well earned. Yeah, they have a lot of work to do. They have a shit ton of work to do. Uh, you know, the, oh, ju- oh, Jose's starting to play better though. Uh, he he uh, home run again today. Yeah, he he hit a homer today. 
What else has he fucking done the last like four games? Um, I gotta look. Um, it's been about four days since I looked, but he had what was it? Seventeen days of uh, consecutive reaching base. Was yeah. that him? Yeah, that was him. So yeah, he, but his average is still right. not gone anywhere. No, but, his, but he's his starting, fielding his his fielding has been atrocious the last starting week. To play better. I I'm I'm not seeing it right now. I, I think he's starting to come around. They've had to drop him in the lineup. I know. And that maybe that's what'll kind of kick it and get I, his, I, kick his ass. It, it helps. Sometimes guys need to get uh, bumped around and uh, and I think right to now reset. I think right now you're going to need to do that. They move Santana into the but three hole. My concern is he's trying to do too much. And I then, think, and then he gets I in think, his head because no, he's I upset think that's that he's what, not doing it. No, I think that's what happened to start the year is because Kipnis was hurt. Lindor was hurt. He was the top. He was in the two hole. I think he put too much on himself. Well, and he was in a two hole most often with one out. Yeah, like he's he's walking to the plate almost every time. With so one he out. kept trying. So he kept trying to. He kept trying to. I think push it too much. Yep. And even even still on like, I was watching the game with my dad on Sunday. His swing is way too long. Well, and and he struggled during the back half of last year. And I, I wonder how much of that is still in his mind and still. I think kind of he affected got, him. He got to thirty nine home runs and then just stopped. Yeah, I mean, so we'll see. I I I like him. I still think he can turn. Oh around. no, I think so too. But he he needs to. But. Well, now with with Lindor back, you got Lindor back. You got Kipnis back. Ugh. I know Kipnis still. Kipnis isn't hitting again. I love Kipnis, but Kipnis he's isn't he's again. been one of my favorite players but in the game since what, he got up here. But what did I tell you, man? But it, it, he needs to start hitting. I, I'd that's love what, for him to be that guy again. Dude, that's what I told you. He need, he needs to be hitting two seventy. He needs to figure it out, or they're gonna find someone to take his spot. Yeah, well, I mean, but where? <laughs> yeah, right now you got. You had multiple guys in here before, and the only guy that was hitting, yeah, ended up DFAing him. I like think he Brad, uh, Miller, Brad clear, Miller. Oh, Brad Miller, no, yeah. And then I forget where he were. He didn't clear. Uh, another guy we DFA did clear. Oh, uh, Moroff. Yeah, they sent. Yeah, which Moroff wasn't cleared. hitting. <laughs> Moroff wasn't hitting. Well, right. Obviously, he Stamets wasn't hitting. Right. The well, only guy who had options left. Yeah, the only guy who was hitting, Brad Miller, he was the first guy out of here. Yeah. Which was surprising. So, I mean, we'll see. You know, like I said, where did I have him? What did I say? 88 was my max wins? I think so. So, my 88's looking really good right now. <laughs> right now, yeah. I said, I, I, I told you I thought they could get 91 to 93. I think I said something like that. Yeah. Um, but, you but you know. It's a long season. You got a long season, to, but. They're just putting Aquin on the DL with the fucking dreaded calf strain. The bullpen has the second best ERA right now in the AL. That's a positive. That that That's a positive. you want to talk about a positive. You want to talk That's about a positive. fucking positive, man. I mean, and we, you know, you, me, everyone out there was fucking worried, but man, have they shown up? I know they've kind of screwed up a couple of games. You know, yeah, it's gonna happen. You know, Brad, Brad Your bullpen, it's gonna happen. Yeah, Brad Hand, I think has. Like two lo- two or three losses on the year, but his ERA is still like one and a half. We'll have to go back and look. I think Cody Allen had like eleven losses last year or something. Yeah. But that bullpen was atrocious last year. Like but nobody just, I just mean, that. you know. Yeah. You you could there, still be a, a the relievers should rack yeah. up losses. But because there's but there's you give up one run and generally but you're there's still, take the loss. Yeah, but right now there's still one guy I want to kick out of that fucking bullpen. Simbar? No. Oh. Fucking Neil Ramirez. Okay. And what, like, and what did I say when we talked when we were talking the roster? He was to me, <laughs> he was the wild card. Yeah. Because you didn't know which one was going to show up, and I don't think the fucking Neil Ramirez that you needed has shown up. Well, you know who's still available. He's not coming here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Keichel 
and Kimbrel are not coming here. I was talking about Kimbrel that moment. I wasn't going to bring Cutgrove. I know, Kimbrel but I needed minutes. to do it because I know at some point you would have brought him back up. Yeah, yeah, that was going to happen <laughs> in a minute. Because Keiko's still available, and we need a starter now. No, but Ke- badly. no, Keiko's. I think they've even. I think even some of the national media has been starting to give him some shit because he is sitting on his. He he wants fair market value. Well, it, but the other thing is teams don't want to pay him right now. No. You know why? Because they have to give a pick to uh, Houston. Yeah. They have to wait till after the draft to sign him to lose that pick compensation or whatever it is. It's yeah, like June, yeah, the compensatory pick. June 8th or whatever. It's before the draft. It's like a week before or something because they finalized yeah. it. It's a week before the draft. Don't quote me, but it's it's just before the draft. Mm-hmm. I know that when you have to finalize it. And after that point, I think he gets signed because I think then he'll say, all right, you know what? Fine. This is what my market value is now because anybody can offer me money. Right. Right now, sure, anybody can offer him money, but they're not going to offer him stuff because no. they know they're losing something. Yeah. So they're going to give him a little less, and he's going to get a little less at that point because it's a third of the way through the year. And he's going to, and then you're going to have to send him into the minors for like a month, just kind of make sure he's stretched out. Yeah. I know you're you're convinced it'd be only be like two weeks. It's going to be a month. I think it's two weeks still. Uh, we'll see. But I, I guess my point is, is that um. Yeah, you you sign you sign him the middle of June. He's ready. He'll be ready post All Star break. I bet he's ready before you get one start in before. Bullshit. You get a start in. I don't think no. But especially if it's June eighth, if that's the deadline, I th- I think it'd be a full month. I think it'd be post. I think he comes. He'd be ready for the first June eighth. Like, June eighth, and I think two weeks. I don't think so. You get him back. It's not going to gonna go. be only two starts for him. He. I don't care what he's doing outside. Nothing is the same as until you get with a team. Yeah, but he's, I don't know, he's a pro's pro, he's been around the block. Yeah, but I, I, and no, I, I still think it'd be a month. I, I still think it'd be a month. So, I mean, we'll see. Uh, eventually he's going to sign. Yeah, eventually he he's going to play. Kimbrell is the one I'm not so sure about. Kimbrell, I think, will, because so, somebody's going to need that back, is going to need back-end bullpen help. Well, I mean. <laughs> Someone will need back-end bullpen help. Yeah, but he might be even longer. Uh Keiko, I think, will be pretty quick after uh, he gets past that deadline. I wouldn't be surprised. But Kimbrell, I think, is in the same situation. So but he's I a think, but, but Kimbrell, Kimbrell will be signed by August. Yeah, but because I think because then because then same thing. Kimbrell may Kimbrell could be could go less than a, could be less than a month because he's a reliever. You're not yeah. throwing him as many innings. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know, but but I think yeah. Kimbrell waits longer to get signed just because of. His position and uh, his, if I remember, his velocity was down towards the end of last season. And some other, but stuff. now, but now he's going to be off. He's going to be off about half the year. He's he can he can let it go a little bit more. Well, right. So so his 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 velocity may pick up. You got to see. That's where he could be a later portion of the year signing for yeah. a playoff team that needs somebody. Exactly. Not a team trying to make the playoffs. Right. Well, it could be a team trying to make the playoffs too. Who knows? Well, but I mean, I'm so, saying for he. Was probably going to look for the team yeah. that's more locked in, that wants to have an arm in there for, give me those two batters in, you know, the eighth or something. Oh, absolutely. Indi- Indians have been doing well in terms of the bullpen. I think there's still probably some minor tweaks. Like I said, I, th- I think they need to find somebody to replace to replace Neil Ramirez. Yeah. I think he's been one of the only downfalls so far. And they keep sending John Edwards up and down. He keeps bouncing up and down. So I think they need. To, I think they need to bring him back up and just let him stay. I Get think, rid of uh, fucking Neil Ramirez. You know, even with all the injuries to the pitching, yeah, it's still clearly the strong suit. And I just look at it. I don't know where we're going to get just, a hitter from. It just it because we still need I'm a hitter. Still, and I'm, where are we going to get him from? I it still worries me of the fact that right now who your fifth starter is going to be because I'm sorry I don't have much faith in Cody Anderson. 
But then again, his last start in his last start in Oakland wasn't super terrible. What about Plutko? He finally just started throwing again. Like, think they said he started. He threw a couple days ago. He pitched a game a couple days ago. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, Yeah. threw. Well, but he's usually, still, usually I you say throw. I think of like a bullpen session or a simulated game. Not I like think he actually did. Face, I think game. he did finally. They said he faced some live hitters, and then he he finished some work in the bullpen. They said he didn't pitch that great, but but it was his first time facing batters since. Yeah, if yeah, but he's but you know, if but you make the playoffs, you don't need five. You need four. I understand that, but you have to get there. So <laughs> first you got to get first you got to get there, and then you got to make sure you find that four starter. Right now, but but can Bauer, right now, Bieber, and Carrasco get us there? <laughs> and then yeah, you and just you're gonna, you, you just win fifty percent of the games from yeah. the other two guys. That's that's really all you fucking need, right? If if those three can win sixty four percent of their games, you you need those three to win eighty percent. You need the other two. You need your four well, right now. The, your others to win about like fifty percent. If your other two can go fifty percent, they can go seventy five percent. That gives you what sixty three. <sighs> And uh, that's that's playoffs, maybe. So I mean, that's that's what you need. You need them to win seven out of ten starts, and to get five out of five from the other guys. They don't have to necessarily take the win, but their starts you have to win seventy five percent of the time. Yeah, you. No, I agree. You you really do. You need to win about because if you're doing you need that, to win when, about eleven out of fifteen. If every if you're time doing around. that, when Clev comes back, and then Kluber says he's pitching this year, we'll yeah. see. That's a nasty. Not non-displaced. I know it's non-displaced, but it's still a nasty fra- injury because it's non-displaced. Fra- yeah, that's that's what's going to be the thing is how does it heal and then how quickly can you? Ramp but when up? Cliff comes back, that seventy-five percent can drop. And, a even, bit. and even yeah, you can say all right now these four need to win seventy percent. That's still better than. And you before. still need that fifty. Yeah, so, and that, and and Jeffrey Rodriguez has pitched pretty solid. Yeah, he's been uh, a nice nice surprise. Yeah, he's he's pitched very solid. He's they a, said he's a better tech- pitcher than Jan Gomes. To, he was part of the Jan Gomes trade. Yeah, no, I know. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh come on, that was good. But they said Sunday was his worst start, and he gave up three runs. Yeah, which <laughs> you know uh, that fucking, stuff happens. Which is fucking. It was his worst start. He gave up the most runs in three, and that and he got the win that day. Yeah. Like how fucking sad has that been? So you know we'll see. It's yeah. Once you get Clev back, you need Bieber to pitch a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, you could you need you, you could, need you could say you need all of them to pitch yeah. a little bit better. They've and you all pitch, pitched good, but, they, then but you haven't all... pitched to what you thought they would be pitching at at this point. Well, yeah, you also didn't think that Kluber would be struggling as much as he had been, and you didn't expect to lose Clevenger after two starts. Well, but it just so means... you've been able to keep you've been able to piece it together enough with but the, you... with the three you had. You had certain expectations for him, yeah, and they've pitched amazing. But they might not be right at that. Yeah, but like they've they were saying on the pregame show that even Bauer seem, usually turns it up towards the end of May and June. Yeah, he heats up with the weather. Uh, Carrasco, kind of the same thing. He his last like four starts have been great. I know for Carrasco. I know they've been fantastic. He's on my fantasy team. I know. Bieber 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 just needs to tighten it up a little bit. Jeffrey Rodriguez has been a great surprise, and you just need him to keep and pitching solid. Just hope solid. for the best with him. That's all, huh? I just I hope for the best with him. Yeah, again, because and I, then it's I just, have nothing to expect. So yeah, and it's just that something. you just need whoever comes in at number five to just just hold down the fort and don't burn out the bullpen. Well, and there's a number of arms we can put in there, you know. So there's there's stuff we can. Well, do. Well, it's like you know Cody Anderson. He just 
He's he pitched okay in the minors, but then he came up here. You know, he got shelled in his first one. Like I said, the second one there in Oakland wasn't terrible, but he still needs he same it, thing. He needs he needs to tweak some things. He needs to just be less afraid that he's going to hurt himself again. And I think he kind of admitted that that he well, he's still working through a before couple. Before he got injured, he was a five starter anyway. He yeah. was a five starter on and like he was like a yeah four five. He was a four five starter back yeah. end four solid five starter on yeah. just about any team in baseball. Yeah, and it's the same thing here. He's a five starter, so it's I don't have these like high expectations for him, right? So, you know, I, there's it is what it is. Yeah, I, I, I obviously I have expectations for him, unlike with Jeffrey Rodriguez, where it's just pitch me some innings, right? Let's, and, let's and if, throw and the if, dice and hope we get the win with you. But that's that's mostly because of where he's coming from. And he, he, yeah, and if he can maybe if he can you know make a turn, maybe he'll be somebody who can fill a hole when probably a certain pitcher leaves after this year. Well, or he could turn into the five starter for the rest of this year, and maybe you don't rush Kluber back. That you know that could be. Doesn't he still have one more year of arbitration left? Who? I'm assuming you're talking about Bauer. Which would mean I he would think be this was this his, year, no. I think year. this was his last year of arbitration. Okay. I thought he had one more. Maybe he does, but I thought he had one more. But whatever it is, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be tough. So, but yeah, you know they've been doing okay. But yeah, the the offense needs to figure it out. The offense has been way too stagnant, it, and now it, and now Carlos Santana has kind of come back to earth. Yeah, you know, and hopefully it's a matter of. It warms up, so your bats are warming up. I'm hoping. Because that's a thing, actually, and yeah. hopefully that's what it is. And maybe they'll get a little bit, you know, and it sucks, too, because Naquin had been playing well. Yeah. Naquin had actually been hitting, you know, fairly well. Yeah. And now he's down with the fucking dreaded calf strain. But now it's going to be interesting to see, you know, with who they called up. And he was he was a borderline guy, I even told you. He was struggling in AAA. Who? Mercado? Yeah, they said no. They said he'd been hitting well, but he Mercado <laughs> Mercado was a guy that I even told you spring training when spring training was rolling around. He was a guy to watch. No, you did, you did. That he was a guy that could sneak in as a possible guy to make this team. He didn't. He was devastated. They said that was actually a tough call, but they didn't want him just sitting on the bench. So okay. they called he him was, up. He was hitting better. He had a two ninety four on the year. Yeah. He had a stretch where I saw where he, like there was like a, a stretch last week or something where yeah. over the week he hit like 181 or something. Yeah, but you're you're gonna sometimes hit a stretch you're right. like that. But, but hitting, I thought that was gonna hitting, bring his hitting, average down a lot hitting, more than it did. Hitting so two ninety four, we'll hitting two ninety four, and I think they said leading the international league with fourteen steals. Yep, fourteen steals. But just as a counter, um, last year in AAA Columbus, he hit two fifty two. But it was a new environment because he came over halfway through the year. Yeah. So in Memphis, where he was initially last year, he was hitting 285. Was Memphis double A AA or triple A? It was triple A. He, he literally switched triple A teams. Yeah. So yeah, we yeah I didn't even realize that we had traded him for him. Yeah. I thought it was unless we acquired Memphis, I didn't know about it. <laughs> no, it's yeah. Apparently we tr- we we made some trade with St. Louis last year. Yeah. And got and we were able to pick him up. But so I mean, when you look at that way, you know, new environment stuff like that, you expect some drop. So you you have the you have the Columbus stats there. Is that where you were looking it up, or you were just looking up Mercado? I got Mercado via Baseball Reference, but I can bring up Columbus right now. I got him. All right, Greg Allen. What's he doing in Columbus? Two sixty one on base, uh, three oh six. OPS seven sixty three. What was Mercado? Uh, two ninety four 
396 and 891. And the 14 steals. Yes. Bobby Bradley was hitting 306, mm-hmm. uh, 368 on base, yeah. and 947 OPS. Give me his counting stats. Home runs, RBIs. No. Okay. Seven homers, 21 rubies. Outfielder, first base. First base. But between but even between Bowers and Santana, they've been playing fairly well. Santana's could DH. Bowers has been playing fairly well. Bowers could play in left. Yeah. Santana who are, could DH. Yeah, but who are you sending down? Or who are you getting rid of? Naquin goes to the IL. He he already is. You brought up Mercado. No, that's right. Uh, you figure somebody out. <laughs> Cargo? Maybe. He hasn't been playing great. i got to bring up our roster to see who we have. Um, you, you, have you have Cargo, Martin, Luplo. Luplo's been playing on fucking fire only, since they called him up. Only against the White Sox. No. No, since they called him back up. He's been playing well. You're right, but... The White he Sox. Hit, oh, White Sox. Four homers against them in a, last week. All three of them off of the same pitcher. Well, this the stat. You know, uh, only one player last year. Had, oh yeah, uh, I saw that. <laughs> with with the great yeah the great stat from uh Mandy no Bell. she retweeted the stat. Did she? Yeah, she retweeted the stat. Because then she put the comment. So <laughs> what you're saying is Luplo equals Mike Trout. Yeah. Yeah, only one person last year hit two home runs in a game against the White Sox, and it was Mike Trout. And so Luplo it was, did the, um, and Luplo did the, this year. Uh, Sarah Langs of uh, MLB. Okay. Initially tweeted it. Yeah, so it was last year only one batter had multiple multiple home run games against the White Sox, and that was Trout. And Luplo has done it. Wait, now. multiple multiple home run games against the White Sox. Yes, I thought it was just. Okay. No, yeah. So multiple, multiple home run games. Okay. So that's that's a really wide net. Yeah. Yeah, and it was Trout. And Lupolo has done it. So And like I said, three homers off the same pitcher this year. Yeah. So, you know, it, it'll be interesting. There's some guys who are playing well at AAA, but I don't know if they're actually major league ready, things like that. Bobby so. Bradley, I think I think this is his first shot in AAA, actually. That's a name I've I've heard. Bobby Bradley. That's why I mentioned him. Bobby Bradley is one that you no, know, that he is high on the radar. Yeah, and I think, like I said, I think this is his first shot at Triple A, though. So, so if he can, if he keeps hitting, he might be and a, honestly, uh, and honestly, a June call up, he could be. I and I honestly think that I think Cargo is on a short leash. If Probably. that's the case, I think Cargo's on a short leash because he is not fucking hitting. No, he's, and you can he put is, about he is playing pretty close to his uh, away from course field averages. Yeah, I think he honestly actually he I is. think actually I think he's playing hitting worse. But I mean, his def his defense is is pretty good. Yeah, and he and he does give you a little bit of versatility in the outfield because he can also shift the center. He can play all three. Yeah, in all honesty, and that's I guess that's the one. Th- but you know what? Having Mercado up here now gives you. You want to spell, spell? You want to spell Martin Mercado can go to center. Yeah, yeah. No, you have. And then especially, yeah. If let's say Cargo's not hitting and Bradley keeps hitting, that now you can put Bowers in the outfield. You have Bobby Bradley who can rotate in, or play first, and then you have Santana as your DH. And Santana can play left field too if you really need him to. Not unless it's the World Series, dude. In in Chicago. Yeah. Because yeah. that's that's where he played. It was in Chicago. Yes, I know. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I think that uh, that could that could be an option. Um, Roberto Perez, his hitting's been coming around a little bit. Uh, I saw a stat. I damn it, I wish I had it up. What he's outplaying uh, Yan Gomes right now. 
I think Jan Gomes is not playing as much out there as I thought he would. Could be. But yeah, his this numbers and some advanced stat that whatever yeah. sciencey stuff says he's playing better. <laughs> and for about five million dollars less. So you know, but, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot there that they're only four games out. Yeah, it's the middle it's the middle of May, they're only four hopefully out. Hopefully in two weeks when we when we talk again next. We're within two. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, ideally that we'd be tied up, but yeah, there's that's a lot of games to cover in two weeks. Yeah, but it's possible. But yeah, I mean, hopefully it's even if we're still four back, we're actually playing, we're hitting well, things like that, where we can say, hey, you know what, we haven't gained a lot of ground, right? But we can see the progress. The team is there. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Right now, it's, I look at it and go, is it gonna happen? Because we're not hitting. Right. So hopefully in two weeks when we, we talk and we again, get, and we that. have an and we have an eleven game homestand that's coming up. Yeah, it starts uh, Thursday. Yep. Yeah. Was it four against Baltimore, three against Oakland, four against Tampa? It makes eleven. I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I hope they need to go seven and four on this homestand. Maybe eight and three. Eight and three. Maybe you lose one against each. Each of them. Ideally, it's you sweep Baltimore and uh, maybe Tampa gets you. Yeah, maybe. I mean, obviously, if you go one of each compared to a sweep, it doesn't matter. You're still going to eat three. But, but, yeah, but I would Tam- feel better about it being a sweep on Baltimore. Yeah. No, I no, I completely agree with you. Sweep Baltimore, and then, but that means then you're going four and three against Oakland and Tampa. Which is I, fine. Fuck, I think we... Oakland, you seem to struggle, but they're coming here, so you should be able to take two there. But that's and fine. let's be honest again, Tampa. So Tampa's a good team. So you're talking Tampa's struggling though, but they're still a good team. Blake Snell's three and four last I saw. What's his ERA? What's his know. WHIP? What's his? I mean, for I, no, for pitchers, I, I hate when it's oh that's the record. Okay, what does that I, mean? Because if they let up one run and they get no support, they can have an ERA of one. And be zero and ten, and you could say, "Oh, they're zero and ten. I could say, "Yeah, but they're the best pitcher in the league." Now, obviously, I'm, he's not that. But my point is, is you know, what's his actual stats compared to what's his record? Three and four. Okay. Three fifty six ERA. Eh, average. No, I mean it's nothing special. So yeah, his ERA is not great this year. Uh, point nine seven seven WHIP. That's a good WHIP though. Anything like sub one is yeah. is pretty good. The three five six is kind of a, a mid tier ERA though. Yeah. But you know what? That kinda goes closer to his Well yeah, it's probably twenty sixteen, three fifty you know, nineteen in yep. nineteen starts three fifty four. Twenty seventeen and twenty four starts four oh four. Yeah. Last year thirty one starts, twenty one wins one eighty nine. Right. Well last year was just an aberration for him, I think. Yeah, and sometimes you get that. Yeah, but you, it got him the all star you got him an all-star, I'm sorry, late all-star ad and a Cy Young Award. Probably more importantly is that second thing there. Yeah, the Cy, you got him a Cy Young Award. But, yeah, 3-4, three 356. In eight starts, is only thrown 43 innings. Wow. That's like five and a half innings. A start, yeah, that's not good at all. No. Yeah, I mean, so we'll see. Yeah. Tampa's still a good team. It's just obviously they have their own issues. Yeah, Tampa has their own issues. I'm trying to quickly look up their record too, because I'm not. Fuck, I don't even know what their record is to be honest. I think the TV's paused, and it's on a chicken sandwich from Sonic right now, and that looks so fucking. I just good. see bacon. I'm sold. And it's some pepper jack right there. You can see the. Oh, you chicken. can see the chicken. Oh, yeah. 
That does look really good. God damn you, internet streaming TV. Oh, Minnesota won, by the way. We're back to four. Okay. But even Chicago was starting to sneak. Chicago and Detroit were kind of sneaking up. Chicago's seven back seven back of Minnesota. Detroit seven and a half. So uh Tampa. Tampa's leading the fucking east. Yeah. Still. Like I said, they're a good team. Twenty five and fifteen, motherfucker. Yeah. Like I said, they're a good team. I forgot that they were still hanging around up there. Oh, what a sh- Oh, well, sh- God damn it. Of course, Boston's back in the fucking third. And I was giving them their two. Eight and two. So I was saying if we're going to lose a series during that stand, I'll, I'll take the one and two on Tampa and hopefully, you know, two and one and four and oh. So we play four against Tampa. Oh, is it four against Tampa? All right. Yeah, then, it's, no. yeah we get a, it's a four, three, four series. Then that could be the split. Around. Yeah. I'll go two and two with them. Two and two with, with them. Two and one against Oakland. Four and zero oh against uh. So that's eight and three. Yeah, that's that's ideal. I mean, obviously, that, ideal ex- is, is that's eleven exact- and zero. But yeah, that's exactly. But Cleveland, that's realistically, exactly, eight and three's there. You and, need and the split need, with Tampa is probably an expectation in my mind. You need, you yeah. need to sweep Baltimore. They're a bad team. Oh, and the seventeen Ks by sales a career high. Yes, it is. Chris Hill becomes first pitch, first pitcher with as many as 17 Ks in an outing of seven innings or less. Okay. That's 17 of 21 outs, man. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's not Kerry Wood, but, you know. No, nothing will be him or Clemens. <laughs> Kerry Wood's anniversary was, like, within the last week. Yeah, I remember that game. I yeah, came no. home from school and watched it. Huh? I came home from school and watched it. Because that's what I did. I came home from school and watched WGN. <laughs> I only got like four channels, and WGN was one of them. Yep. All right. So Minnesota's got an interest. So Minnesota, we need we need some help. They got an afternooner tomorrow versus. They got their last one against the Angels, and then they go to Seattle for four. And Seattle hasn't been playing too well here of late. But they get Seattle, and we find and we finally get Baltimore. So maybe that'll start evening some things out. Hopefully. It's 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 weird with the the again. We can talk another time. The scheduling to me, which just. Yeah, which is funny because they're finishing up against the Angels. They go to Seattle for four, and they go to L.A. to play the Angels. Yeah. <laughs> like even Cleveland. We just fin- we finished three in Oakland, yep. went to Chicago for two, get Baltimore for four, oh, hey, and then Oakland's here for three, and then we're done. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> – yeah. Yeah, a lot of it is timing. And but... then even – and then I think even um, Tom Hamilton was mentioning we <laughs> we have this 11-game homestand. Then on our next road trip, we go right back to Chicago, and then he said we don't play Chicago for like till like August. That sounds about right. That's that's baseball for you. Yeah, I fucking hate these schedules sometimes. Well, unless you have anything else, I'm. I'm all no, but the one thing that I was, I unless I, I feel like maybe I mentioned it or I kind of walked around it. Yeah, we need to go to Cincinnati. That yes, weekend. right. Yes. We that weekend of the Fourth of July, leading into oh, the All Star when the Indians play there, leading into the All Star break, we should probably go to Cincinnati. I would love to. I got to see my schedule. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, we'll have to discuss these uh, All Star tickets. Yes, because I would love that too. <sighs> I got. I, I have a feeling it's going to be in a very expensive purchase, but I don't know if I need to buy two or four. <laughs> we'll have to discuss that off air. Yeah. All right. That, that's all I have. That's, I, all, that's a long one tonight. Yeah, it's a little bit of a long one, but fuck, we haven't we hadn't talked in a month. We had a lot to cover, and we kind of gave a heads up at the beginning to. Uh, approximately where to skip around so we can throw that in the notes on where to go yeah when we, yeah well it'll be in the I've, they got to the end of the episode so they don't need to go back anymore <laughs> but yeah that, i think that's going to do it for us for this evening 
Like I mentioned at the beginning, our social media is now up there, so you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at O-A-C-L-E-P-O-D. Let us know your thoughts on things that we have discussed. If there's anything you think we missed that we need to maybe just have brief discussion maybe on the social media, please let us know. Uh, let us know of anything that you guys think we need to catch up on over the next couple of weeks or that we need to bring up when we talk again. We're hoping here for two weeks. Worst case, it may be three once Todd knows what his Coast Guard schedule is going to be here for the, uh, the summer. We can kind of work that through. But hopefully you guys, like I said, you can now find us on, well, you fucking found us, so you can find us on all your podcasting, listening platforms. Follow us, like us, subscribe, let us know how we're doing, let us know anything where we can get better. (laughs) So, Todd, it's always been a pleasure. Yes, yes. Everybody, enjoy your next couple of weeks. We will talk to you later. Good night.